When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I blew the motor up first round, and I was like, it's going to be two, three years before I can afford a motor. Drifting brings overall happiness yeah. to me. I get very moody if I can't drive. Having to make ends meet to go have fun takes a lot of the fun out of it. V1 Mega Mantis kit. I have not broken a tie rod, a heim, nothing. I took one set of Kendas. They lasted all day. I was doing backy after backy. I've studied drone footage. My banger clip is going to be backwards before the top of the crest. Do you rely on your content for sponsorships and stuff like that? I feel as if it's a big factor. People are like, what's it like riding in a drift car? It's a roller coaster that you cannot predict. Especially as a passenger. Yeah, if you do something good enough for long enough, it's bound to succeed. Exactly. Hate that if you want. It's a show. It Your is. car is supposed to look good at an event like that. It's frustrating sitting there watching somebody back up a trailer. Sorry if you man can't back up a trailer. A lot of drivers that are looking to make a living in the sport, they already have that general understanding of, I've got to get over myself. I'm going to have to be on camera. Yeah. Yeah. They said that I couldn't do it, so I wouldn't do it. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and we have back today Todd Cooper. How y'all doing? Yeah, if you don't know who he is, he is like the book talk of the car industry or, you know, whatever, something like that. How the Cougars doing, man? They're, they're fantastic. Your fleet. You know, <laughs> my, my, my fleet, you know, I go to the, I travel with them every, every once in a while. I'll go hang out with them. I'll go to the nursing homes. I'll go hang, bring, check on their AARP cards. I don't know. That doesn't make any fucking sense, Todd. All right. I'm sorry. I had to give you a little bit of <laughs> right, shit. You'd be turning me, fucking, turning me red and shit by all these women. All right. What a start. Right? Okay. Hey, oh, I thought we were here about talking about drifting. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, all right. So, how you been since last time? Man, I've been fantastic. I've been so good. Um, the, it's been almost a year since I've been here. and. I feel as if I've, I've, I've grown myself and like things I've been doing in the past year, I can look back on and be happy about. I can smile about, I got a lot going on with a lot new, a lot of new people this year. And, um, I had to take a big step up with what I call my program now. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's not a large scale program, but I have a program and, more now. Yeah, like I'm more in depth. Like that shit's up my knees now. Like I need to put a pair of goddamn rubber boots on. Like shit's getting <laughs> thick. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I local Patriot Coffee, local Patriot Roasting Company. They came on this year, and Kate, like, she helped me. That came from a simple me reaching out to them, being from my hometown in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, like, y'all are from my hometown. We should collaborate on something, maybe make like a, a slight video. Like I just was reaching out because I was interested in doing content. And she yeah. came back, was like, absolutely, and was stoked about it. And like Kate, she's a female, of course. She <laughs> back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like she held me accountable for a lot of things. Like she made me step up a lot. Um how so? In basically in delivering. So I, she kind of 
she saw my, she knows she can see my talent. She sees my passion. She could see my drive. And I'll thank her for the rest of my life for this, for pushing me mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. She held me accountable. I blew the motor up first round of Catch My Drift this year in Atlanta. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I, I'm, what am it, I going to do? It's going to be two, three years before I can afford a motor. Yeah. I was on the way home, just tail between my legs, just hurt. And, she wouldn't let me down. Like she, she would not. She's like, all right. So when's the next round? I'm like, a, a month. What do you do? Why? She's like, well, we need to get this going. We like, I'm. Yeah. We have, we have, we're in, we're in a contract. You got to deliver. Like, Dang. Okay. So then, like that rolls over into all the other people I work with. Like as soon as that happened, the like mm-hmm. I've never been supported by more people than I was right after I blew my motor. Yeah. Everybody that's on the car. Like Power Stroke Performance, Dapper Street, Local Patriot. Okay, well, ho- hold on. So let's let's back up a little bit. Pump the brakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm how just did reading. how did the motor blow? Exactly. The crazy. Do you know? So or? I feel as if it was the uh, connecting rod bolts. Okay. They were the factory bolts. They weren't Ooh, ARP. Yeah, they weren't up yeah. uploading that thing. They built that motor in 2015, and it saw rev limiter before me. 2015. Uh, yes. An LS six O woman dude, block. It's paid. It's due. Exactly. Oh, so I'm mean? not like. To me, I'm like <laughs> that motor owed like uh, no, it didn't owe anyone anything. Yeah. So, so it, the pain, the hurt from it wasn't necessarily. A, it wasn't the car a, was broke. It was just like man. Yeah. Like I was in first gear. It's gonna be like, a minute. <laughs> kind of doing tight stuff to warm my front tires up, and I went to kick it around and spun it real high, and the revs about. Well, I I I, I watch this video all the time, and. Do you have it? I do have it. Like so I was on GoPro. I'll, I'll th- so they yeah. So it just it was just like poof, a big flash of fire because obviously all the oil went out and coated the heathers, the he- mm. uh, heathers, the <laughs> headers, and it just in- everything went up into a flash. And my- I just panicked. Like mm. you just go straight into, like I sit in the garage sometimes at home and I'm like, what if this thing catches on fire? What would I be doing? What do I need to do? And so like I would at- as soon as that thing lit off, I knew to wham and get everything turned off and yeah. get out. Like that was in my. You ever practice I, it? Yeah, yeah. I practiced it in That's my garage because it is so scary. May, it may sound stupid, it, and you may feel dumb as fuck doing it, but it's smart. Yeah, like if, how fast can you kill everything? Yeah, I'm like not. Don't even like. You don't even have to jump out of the car and like try and escape the car in your garage. Just get down the. Like you could do. I could kill my whole car without even with my eyes. Blindfold me, bro. Yeah, I can shift handbrake, steering wheel. I know where everything's at. So that like immediately flash. Oh fuck! I don't. Last thing I want, if it's a fuel rail, everything getting here, I need to kill everything and get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. So wham, and you're you're releasing your harnesses and you're out. Yeah. Like get like I I hurt my shoulder. My heart my shoulder hurt for like probably two or three months after I yeeted myself out of that car. So I was so scared. I like I saw a flash, killed everything, and hell, I ran fifty yards from the car. My first instinct wasn't even the fire extinguisher next to me. It was like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, here. yeah. I was scared to death. Anxiety's like my I like I saw red and I was like, oh God, get away as fast as you mm-hmm. can before it gets in the cabin. Cause I'm going to tell you one thing right now, my firewall is not the most sealed thing. That thing's got some, it's got some monstrous holes in it to come. Yeah. Like yeah. it needs to be sealed better. But you know, like I run that risk. I get it. Mm-hmm. But back to the motor, the connecting rod. <laughs> yeah. We were on track once. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The connecting rod bolt. It was just OM bolt and it broke. Number one piston, and it just 
took everything out with it. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> I, I, I haven't even torn the heads off. Cam smoked. Push Roger smoked. Like, everything's smoked on the inside. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if the heads are. I imagine it would be if, like, I don't know if the valve hit anything or mm. Bisty came back up. So, I'm just going to consider that a nice little paperweight for the garage. Yeah, we make a <laughs> little table out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lay it over on that side and see that's that window right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. There's my peak hole. My yeah. Peephole. Whatever the just fuck it's called. to breathe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could see all the way through it. Yeah. It's aerodynamics, bro. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and the, the funny thing was, like I, like, like I said, I ran 50 yards from the car. And I look back and I'm like, oh, shit, that son of a bitch ain't on fire. And I ran back over and I got the, <laughs> I, I got the fire extinguisher out. And uh, at that point in time, I have, okay, I got to give a shout out to somebody on the Catch My Drift crew. Because my GoPro was running the entire time. I ripped my helmet off, put it on top of the car. And I see a dude come from across Lanier Raceway. He hurdled probably three Lanier's of Lanier's massive. Remember this. Huge. We talked about this in David's podcast. It's massive. Huge. Like the whole time this GoPro is video and this guy comes from looking like an ant to all the way to my car and halfway through this wind sprint over the barriers of the track, he picks up a 50 pound fire extinguisher. This dude looked like an NFL player. Like looking back at this GoPro footage, whoever this guy was, I commend you for like, you're, you're coming to the rescue even when you're 500 yard dash away. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, I get there and like, I, I'm like, all right, I know not to pop the hood. So like, if you if you ever suspect a fire, if you see black smoke most of the time, like soot, that means fire. There's fire somewhere. Yeah. So explain like, why would you not open the hood? If if you suspect a fire underneath the hood, if you were to pull those hood pins and snap that hood open, it's just going to suck a bunch of air. Yeah. Exactly. It's just going to add oxygen yeah. to the fire. You yeah. ever open the door really fast and you get smacked in the face with wind? That Same fucking thing. Same concept. That's just going the straight oven. to the heat. The oven's the, the, oven. the better example. As soon as you open the oven and you get smacked with fucking heat. Yeah. Just imagine that being flames instead. <laughs> so you want to do it. Like, if you have a vent, peek through your vent. Like, you want to be able to get to this fire within five seconds if it's on fire. So get there, see what it is. If you have to crack... Like crack the hood and get a fire extinguisher in there. That's your probably your best bet. Don't just whoosh because when you do that, you're just gonna all that yeah. fire is gonna come out gonna with spread it. Everywhere. Yeah, and then that doesn't do anything good for the situation. So, oh yeah, yeah. If you can spray it through the vent hood or through the a crack in the hood or through a, a wheel well, yeah, something. So it never fully caught on fire. It will. It never fully caught on fire. Luckily, because I think I killed everything in time. So. Yeah. I don't think it could have spread any more than it did because it was just oil. Yeah. So the oil hit the headers. The headers are hot. It just, a big flash fire. Big, I've seen that so many times with LS. Looking back though, it wasn't like, if I give this clip to him, it's not, y'all aren't going to be like, damn, that's wild. You're going to be like, wow, that's it. But in the moment, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I know, looking, like looking back at it now, like in the moment, like you just see a flash come up out of the hood. But in the moment, you're like, that flash is going to lead to another flash and then out of nowhere, like I, I refer back to Colette Davis's her fire video at VIR. It just is it went pssst, and you see a fire and then out of nowhere the entire cabin of her Corvette was engulfed. Mm-hmm. That was burnt into my memory as a nightmare, dude. I was like, I yeah. hope and pray to God that never fire, that never happens to me. So I was sitting there and I saw the flash come out of the hood from right at my feet, and I'm like in my intuition I'm like, fuck, I hope it doesn't melt through a fuel rail. If it melts through a fuel rail or a fuel line, yep. So I was like. 
fuel pump and power off immediately. The seat belts rip those off. Don't even worry about the steering wheel. Get out. Like, mm. cause that watching her do that. And she, she went over like great fire safety. Yeah. She went through that entire video. I watched like she was, it was a, I'm, I can't. Dude, she made that a tearjerker. <laughs> the way she edited it, bro. I was yeah. like, oh my God. I feel like, like you just lost a child or some shit. That was such a like sad story. Like she made it, like she did. I hate to see it, but like she painted, she helped me. Like her, oh yeah, her her going through that is a, is yeah. a terrible thing. But like that's me why that watching video her content, so well. yeah, and like she she educated so many people, mm-hmm. including me. I mean, it helped me in my situation. I highly contemplated a fire suppression system after that, but I was like, wait, grassroots. Yeah. That's that's a little overkill for grassroots, maybe. But there, see, I used to think the same thing. But nowadays they're so affordable. Like I used to back, man, I can't put like how much are they now? I think four hundred dollars and you can get a fire fire suppression okay, yeah, system. Yeah, see, that's really yeah, not it's a stretch. It's not too bad, but it's not a thousand dollars. Yeah. And to protect yeah. like a large investment like what we have into these vehicles, like if I have an extra four hundred dollars one day, I'm gonna buy a fire suppression system in case it's just that bad. Yeah. Like I watched the uh Drift Week one when Rudy Hansen's car. Just in like oh, his fiberglass, dude. all fiberglass yeah. C five, dude. That that the, was gnarly. That car meant so much to him. Like that was like the tie. I can't exactly quote what it was, but the ties to his family with that car, and it was like a family yeah. heirloom. And then like it just, he had to sit there and watch it melt down because it just, just the, it was. A bad and then physically had to buy another car. Yeah. off of Luke just to make it home. Yeah, they 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 were they were in the middle of the desert when this. Do happened. you imagine that? No. Giving up your dream, like your baby. Your family heirloom, like, yeah, that for VQ. God, we were talking tears until you added a VQ in it. It was a good VQ. <laughs> yeah, it Don't was. Get me wrong. Was but it, it always the four door sedan? VQ <laughs> was Luke's yeah. four door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, because they had to take it. They all rode in it the rest of Drift Week. Luke went home. I think, and then mm-hmm. he drove it back to Utah. Yeah, Do they still have. Well, car? they had the uh, Escalade. At that time, yeah, I think that's Dan's think old at the time. Dan Savage old uh, Escalade was it? Yeah, that is right. Yeah, Dan up in uh, Northern Virginia. Yeah, yeah, he's got a pretty nice F two fifty now or three fifty, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, back like back to the motor, back motor blowing up. Yeah. So yeah, um, what? All right, after the fact, after the fact, I'm thinking I'm what done. Did you do? I'm thinking I'm done. I'm on the way home, like tail between my legs. And then everyone that supported me was like, I got this. I got that. I got this. Well, you need, let me know. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this rolling. We're going to get this right. And I like my passion for this is so high that I was like heartbroken when this happened. And for the people that I'm, I'll be forever indebted to these people because they helped me continue my passion and continue what I love. Like, this brings overall happiness to my life. Drifting brings overall happiness yeah. to me. Like I, I get very moody, like very moody if I can't drive. Like it, it, it it's a dopamine thing I need. Like I, yeah, it's just yeah. something I need. It's my therapy. But these guys, like and Gar- and Kate, girls, like they stepped up and would not let me fall into that rut. Like would not let me stop. Like I got this. You need a motor, cool. Like we're gonna find this. You find this. You send me send me what you need for the motor. You send me how much it is. You send me pictures. Like yeah. And they're like, 
Got you, got you, got you, got you. What do you need? We're okay. So cool. We're gonna yeah, we'll we'll work a day out and you come up here and we'll do this. And I don't they helped me out tremendously and they're why the rest of the year happened. Mm. So Hell yeah. yeah. So how it it was how long did it end up taking you? It or did you push it to the wire of that month? I made every catch my drift round but the last one. So I had I think after Atlanta, there was like a two-month break, and I might have missed one more. I can't remember, but it was only like a month or two. Uh-huh. I I'd got, I had gotten home, and within a week, I found a motor local to Virginia Beach. Nice. Yeah, and there was only a few things I needed to change. I needed to change like the oil pan, because I went from a 6.0 to a 5.7, like LS2 to LS1. Yeah. So I needed a new oil pan. Um what else did I need? There was a few things. I can't like everything else. Basically, I wanted to get a plug and play option. I wanted to go from yeah, my six zero yeah. to a five seven that I could just drop in. The mm-hmm. Holly's going to plug up. Everything's just going to be good. And I found one local to Virginia Beach. I sent it to all my people, and they're like, "Let's get it. I'm about it. Run that go motherfucker. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like." It's right down the street. Like I can go get it. So I called a guy and went and looked at the motor and it was a it's a five seven and it's uh factory crank, but everything else in the rotating assembly is mm. forged. So it has AFR heads on it, a good set of heads. Because nice. on a naturally aspirated motor, it's got a flow air. Flow yeah. and air on a naturally aspirated motor is key. So it's got a good set of heads on it, a nice intake, and it's it's four hundred and twenty horsepower reliably. That's all I need. Like you yeah. don't it, it's you don't need some gangster setup like 400 horsepower keeps it budgetable. Oh, yeah. You're still balling on a budget. Still manageable to keep up with people and everything as well. I mean, there's been... At a pro-am level. Yeah. 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 Like, you could... I have what is, like, the best overall platform of a car, I feel like, to go to party events, to go to competition drifting, to just really do anything, because... Yeah, anywhere from drift week to pro-am. Yeah, exactly. Because I can get in that thing, because it's not wild. It runs 93... 400 horse. I can get six gear on highway yeah. and just cruise and be fine. Like it's not that wild, realistically. It's a it's when you look at the cars of now, like these 750 horsepower cars that they like daily drive around. Overkill, dude. dude my car's so that. much less than that, but it it, it keeps it reliable. I'm <laughs> the fun factor's higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm sorry, more suckers. <laughs> yeah. So that's that realistically I wanted a motor that was a plug and play deal that got me right back on track because like I said, Kate was pushing me. She was like, You need to get on track. If yeah. you don't go to this next round, Todd, like you don't you you're in breach of our contract. We're not, pay- we're not paying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're not paying you if you don't go to this round, Todd. So you need to find a motor, you need to get it figured out, and you need to get it running. So that was a stressful year. But it was yeah, to me a year of growth. Yeah. So yeah. It pushed me to a whole nother level. Hell for yeah. For real. And it's what? like to touch on the last time I was here, which I get hell about because um, y'all titled it or you titled it um, working on his drift car himself and like entirely like builds. He's built all his cars himself. My buddy Sean rode me. He's like, dude, you don't even build cars, and, which I don't. Like, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm completely, I got to touch on it. So they'll quit riding my back. Bro, they be on that, bro. They. <laughs> He was like, you don't even build the cars. I'm like, I know I don't. I was like, because I like I buy something already built and manage it. Yeah. Like I, I maintain it. 
Like I replace parts. I can't weld. I can't put a cage in a car. Like I can, <laughs> I'm a mechanic. To me, that's building, though. You're you're piecing it I'm all together. It. Whether it's yeah, you know, I, I can a, understand like the I, welding stuff. I but. appreciate a finished product that is tried and true, gonna work. Yeah. You know it works. Cool. I'll buy that. If yeah. it's tried and true every time, I'm a, I like just that car. I watched my buddy Chase beat the hell out of that car for yeah. like four years, and I told myself like I'm gonna buy that car one day. Well, on hold, I did, and but because it was tried and true, like mm-hmm. it it. It worked, and it yeah. to me. That's why I bought the RB instead yeah. of because I was contemplating between an RB and a one J setup that was on Facebook Marketplace. But I'd seen the RB get literally beat and just take yeah. it every single time, and then the one J I'd never even seen in a car. People wonder why, like the like, oh, I can't, I got these problems and this problem, and like, well, you're you're like too high. Yeah, just dial it back a little bit. Just dial it back a little bit. And I I guarantee you, the fun's gonna come. <laughs> way more you're gonna have way more fun doing what the car wants to do than like unless you're just a dude that just enjoys wrenching on a car at a racetrack if my shit's yeah. going on four jack stands dude i'm going to the house absolutely <laughs> I, oh, I carry jack stands with me i carry jacks like if it's something like all right cool like i can get up underneath there and change it real quick but yeah if it's got to go on four jack stands i'm not dropping a transmission i'm not dropping a differential <laughs> I'm not, dude. There's people. why though. It's so easy, oh, bro. That's in the. It's on a. It's most of the time. It's in the rocks or dude, asphalt. We, I've we've dropped an LS. Me, well, I'm saying Scott's Scott's car. We dropped his LS trans, which was just a. I think it's a. It was a T56, or T. Maybe it's a TR66. Either know. way, it's either like, way. Same yeah, thing. yeah, we we had it out and back in within like a couple hours, but. We also had to go buy the slave. So, like, yeah. we were sitting there for 20, 30 minutes waiting on the part to come back. Yeah. The LS Trans is so easy to take out. It is. Like, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, at my house, with everything I know where it's at, everything I need, I can have my transmission oh, out in yeah. an hour. You got but it all like, organized. If I'm, at the, if I'm at the event and I got to pull it, like, a transmission out, I got to take the drive shaft out, drain the fluid, and I got to do this. And then, hell, I got to figure out what's wrong with it. Hell, I got to go to O'Reilly's, get a slave cylinder. That's another hour. And then get back, and it's going to be two more hours before I get the summits back together. And then, hell, if I'm going to get why yeah. waste, like, why? I don't, I I can find something. I'll push that car on a trailer, and yeah. I'll hang out for the rest of the day and have fun. Oh, I would never do it just to get back out that same day. Screw that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I if I come out and it's like 9, 10 o'clock, track just goes hot, I go out and I blow up a transmission. And I, like, granted, okay, let's say something you can replace. I go out, it's 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and we got eight hours of drifting left in the day. A diff. A diff. Let's go with okay. a diff. Um, if I have to source it, I'm not replacing it. If I have a diff in the, in the truck and it's ready to go, yeah. sealed ready to go, I'll yeah, replace it. Yeah. I'll replace that. I, it's ready to go. The farthest I'll go is walking around the pits and searching Facebook Marketplace. Yes. But I'm putting that motherfucker to like 10, 15 mile radius. And if the, and if, <laughs> I ain't if going the, far. I'm not driving 45 minutes to a parts store. Yeah, like, no. like to go get an alternator, like to drive an hour to the parts store, drive an hour back, that's two hours. Like, granted, it only takes 10 minutes to put an alternator on LS, but it's just for an example. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't not see worth it. it. Yeah, just because you it's can just like, not, dude. I don't want to. I love this so much that I don't want to stress myself out about it. Like mm-hmm. competition wise, cool. I'll, I'm I'm gonna do what I have to do to do well. That's part of it. I click that switch on. But a fun a day, like a fun day deal. 
I'm out there like if if something happens to the car, I sh- I demolished opinion. Speaking of a differential, <laughs> I was at uh, Langley, and we were just out there having a fun day, bro. I was just chilling, like I had overalls on, like nah. a, like a bucket. <laughs> ah, I saw some of those reels, yeah, yeah, bro. I was chilling, like I was out there to have a good time. So, but and I was giving ride-alongs like all day, Miss Jenny. I gave like I owe her a ride-along. I destroyed. No, wait, I did give her a ride-along, and then. Um, her sister got in the car and I owe her a ride along because I got a first, second, third, fourth row in the gears down through the back stretch yeah. of Langley, flick it and just, I like, cause in my car, I have to like weight transfer in third. Mm-hmm. It's sketchy. And as I come back towards the wall, grab fourth and just pin it. It's sketchy. What? Yeah. It's cause I don't, it's four on horseback, bro. You gotta have momentum. You gotta be getting around that motherfucker <laughs> to like run the wall. So you got to like flick it gangster. Shifting that close to a wall and scare the fuck out of as me. As you're coming straight, bro, like as I'm getting ready to flick back, I'm grabbing forth and just matting it back to the floor. Dude. And there's a patch that if you get one tire on like the asphalt and one the concrete, that's what I look back on the GoPro. I study this GoPro stuff. Like I hit that patch and as soon as I hit the patch, shifted and matted it again, sheer opinion in the diff. Like you hear it, it's like, all the way to a stop. I'm thinking it's the transmission the whole time. So I'm like, oh, again, devastated. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a hurtful, that's a, that hurts the pocketbook. So yep. I'm like, another one of those, damn, I'm done. But I wasn't. So like, it was, I quickly figured out it was the diff. And I'm like, you know what? The day's not written off. Like yeah. we're going to, we're, we're still here. I pushed the car on the trailer. I hopped into friends' cars, started taking videos for them, like vibing with them, like, you can oh, make yeah. your, continue to make your day yeah, fun. Still have fun. Yeah, like it, just because you broke, don't don't stress yourself out about it. Like enjoy yeah. the rest of the process of being at the drift. So that it goes back to I agree. If you could push it on a trailer and fix it at the house, but still have a good day and not stress it, fuck that. Go buy a cheap Harbor Freight winch. Put it on your trailer. <laughs> I can put it. Dude, I'm van. telling you, that'll change your <laughs> life. I'll make a mount on the back of my van for a for a down, oh, for a motor hoist. <laughs> Mine's welded to the or not welded, it's bolted to the front frame. Yeah, yeah, it's like a seventy or no, it's like eighty five hundred pound winch. It's overkill winch. I didn't need this this much, but it was on sale and it was like fifty bucks more than one that was like yeah five thousand pound winch. I yeah. was like, I ah. get this crazy one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Harbor t- Freight sale got me. You're talking about the winches, not a motor hoist. No. A winch, motherfucker. Fuck. I thought you were talking about Dude. putting a damn cherry picker well, on Well, that too. Yeah, buy one of those. No, I thought you were I need about one putting myself. a cherry picker on the trailer. No. What? Yeah, bro. That's why I said I'm going to put a motor hoist Yo, on the back cool, of the Yo, that'd be cool, though. I ain't going to lie. But that's a lot, though. You ever try to move one of those things around? Dude, if anyone out there has put a cher- welded a cherry picker onto their trailer, send a picture to me. That's nuts. That's awesome. Like, Y'all are dev- y'all y'all are dedicated. I'll post you on the Instagram story. That's fucking amazing yeah. if you have. Y'all are dedicated. There's some trail guys out in Utah that do Jeep stuff that are like, he has a rescue rig. He's his YouTube channel's huge. I forgot what is it what it's I can't even I don't even know his name. Yeah. But he does that. Like he's got the whole he's got winches and like it's a tow mater tow truck <laughs> with like forty fours on it. Huge tires. That's gangster, yeah. dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So I'm like, I I got, I went a deep dive on that guy's page one time. He goes out there and like in Moab, he'll tow people out of the trails like thirty miles through what normal rock crawlers have to go up. He has to do it towing vehicles. 
So it's rad. Like what a guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's his Damn, page is, his page is the shit. Yeah, he does cool I'll stuff. I have to check that out. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like he does, yeah, like Jeep and Moab recovery stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, a winch. A winch. winch. Yeah. That's smart shit. Get a winch for the trailer. I totally agree with that. I don't have one. There's so many times. Like, oh, dude. You go through the pitch, I'm like, hey, can I wrangle up like 12 dudes to come help me push my broke-ass car on the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. I just want to wrap the chain around it yeah. and yank it up. Yeah. It's like, got a fucking a controller that'll reach down to the end of the trailer. You can so steer I'm it up straight, there. Bro. Yeah. yeah, just and realistically, you don't need a real big gangster one. Like you said, like, mm. Randy, you might have spent extra money and got a real nice one. But and put extra money as, dude, it was like $300. Yeah, that's that. They, I yeah, could that pull a truck that. onto my trailer if I wanted to. Now, see, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking because my car is the only thing I can fit on my trailer. I can't tow anything yeah. bigger on my trailer. So, like, I would only need a winch for like 3,000 pounds realistically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like. You can get a simple one, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, whenever I picked that FC up. Yeah. Oh, that was a nightmare. Flat tires? It, dude, you're. <laughs> You're probably watching too. I hope you are. This this is a, like it's so fucking funny. Uh so I show up to this to get this car and I'm like I back in and I'm like, oh fuck. This this is a, a steep driveway going down into where his shop is, which is oh, where so the car is. Going down sitting. the hill into the shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's sitting the car's sitting right in front of this the shop over like under this awning. <clears throat> and so I'm like, this is, this is a steel deal. So I just literally like gave him the money. Didn't ask him any questions. Yeah. And like, I'm like, just give me the car. And so we're, we're trying to push this thing. Two of the fucking tires are dry rotted so bad. that They would like absolutely will not hold a PSI of air, like a PSI. Yeah. And if, if it does, it leaks out within a few seconds. So it's barely wanting to roll. And surprisingly, these FCs are kind of heavy to push. Any car's heavy to push. Dude, has flat tires. Horrible. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and so we're trying to push it up onto this trailer. Not happening. So I'm like, fuck, how are we going to figure this out? Because like we we wouldn't even be able to push it up this hill, like let alone on the trailer. Right. Yeah. So he's like, the fucking dad is like, I mean, we have a come along. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. That'll work. Let's do it. And then, so he goes to the garage and he pulls out this thing that's like this big. Yeah. And it's like, doesn't reach more than five feet. It's like chain hoist. Yeah. It was like not it, appropriate it not, whatsoever. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was very sketchy when <laughs> I was using it. We had to use a ratchet strap on one side and this on the other and just Dude, we were there for like an hour and a half. Just keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. It was the biggest nightmare. And after that, the next day, I went and bought a fucking winch. I was like, I never in my life will I do that again. But I feel like those guys that go and like, if you know you're going to go like rescue a car. Yeah. Like go get a car that's been sitting a while. I feel like those guys, most of the time, like after that first time of not having everything you need next time you're going to have everything you need. Cause you fought that bat. Like you said, with that come along Dude. that check. Cause I've done it. Like you, you tighten one as much as you can. You take a break and then you get the other one and you start doing that. 
Yeah. <laughs> gonna loosen the other one and then you just move it back and you just walk it up on the trailer. Next thing you know, you've been to, it felt like you've been to the gym for three weeks. You walk around like damn Popeye. Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, I'm getting fucking wet. Yeah, if you go into rescue cars and shit, you bring four McDonald's lunch trays, a jack, and a winch. Yeah. And you're good to go. You can yeah. pull any car you want. Exactly. God. I don't know if you watch Vice Grip Garage at all. Like No. He because I learned I have a little bit. Not not much though. His like he gave me so much more confidence in traveling in the way I do. Like traveling like in, on like so my van, fifteen hundred dollar van, high mileage. It's got it's, Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. dude, I will Wait, let's marry. Okay, so what confidence. truck did you have before that? A ninety nine Silverado, four wheel drive, it's lifted. It's shouts out to the silver radio. It's a 20 or 22 by 14, some gangster wheels on it. (laughs) It's cool, but it's not ideal for towing. Like it's not ideal for what I wanted to use it for. Like sleeping in the back seat. Like, I don't know if y'all know how big a Silverado back seat is or not, but it's like about half the width. Extended cab one. Yeah. Yeah. T like tiny, tiny. My, my daughter's car seat barely fits in it. But if you can see me (laughs) trying to sprawl in the back of that thing, I'm halfway sleeping in the floor in the seat. It is terrible. So, you know what? I was like, push both seats up to the front all the way. (laughs) And uh, so I was like, man, I'm going to get me a van because my dad's always had like the camping thing and he's done that. And I'm like, because it could be such a versatile thing. So I can Mm -hmm. like do the daughter, the family thing and like take it and do that. I can also drag my race car around with it because it's it's an E350 Super Duty gasoline van. No, I I can't afford a diesel one. Yeah. No. So it's like I got this thing 1500 bucks from the guy. Uh, He owns the business I work for. Bought it off of him and had to put a little bit of work into it, which was expected. It was a $1,500 van. Yeah. Like, everything's still not perfect, but I got it roadworthy to come here. Mm-hmm. So, I took two layers of seats out of it, kept the third row seat in it. So, like, when I get to places, I can just throw down a bed and I have everything I need. Yeah. Like, I keep a, a cooler in there full of ice water. I keep a loaf of bread. I keep a jar of peanut butter. Like I'll just I'll jam out sandwiches. I made I made. Dude, we were just talking about this, dude. Peanut butter sandwiches is the best. Well, peanut butter jelly, whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, it's the best, bro. Whatever you can get that it's you don't so have convenient. to keep refrigerated, because like if you could just keep that like loaf of bread and peanut butter, that shit sticks to you. Like yeah, that's a damn good snack. Yeah, and think about it. Whenever you were a kid at at a fucking pool day or something out in the sun, you're yeah. doing the same thing. As an adult, but in a race right. car, you get that, and then that sandwich fucking smacks, bro. You bro. get that big ass glass of water and a thick ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you got me over here salivating. No, that's the move, though. Damn, and it, it is. Fuck standing in concession lines. Fuck leaving to yeah. go to get some food. You can literally just go to your trailer. Or truck or whatever, man. Bad daddy up. Make your little sandwich. Yeah. Eat it real quick. You're back on track, and you don't even have to think about spending more money. And and it makes That's your great, thick your dude. spit gets thicker than biscuit spits. <laughs> Say that again. What? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot what I uh... thicker than biscuit piss or some your shit sp- like that. What the your, fuck? <laughs> your spit gets thicker than biscuit, like. How is it that I say it? Spit thicker than biscuit spit or something like that. God, I forgot. Like I'll say, like that even mean? You know, like when you're when you're like you're eating a. (laughs) Okay, so like you know how like you're eating a biscuit, right? Like one of us is getting roasted in the comments right now. I know it. Fried right now. I don't know what this is. Uh, Maybe me. You ever try to eat a Popeyes biscuit without water? I've eat. Okay. 
I that's the wrong place to choose. I've eaten at Popeyes once, and I've only had their fries. Go to KFC. Any, I'm just okay, referencing cool. any just like, any real yeah. any real biff any real biscuit place. KFC, Popeyes, whatever your flavor may be. Get a biscuit. Try and eat that without drinking anything. So thicker than biscuits, bit. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. that makes sense. So, now we're caught up. All right, no, so yeah, like my my when I referenced the thicker biscuits bit wrong, but yeah, my first day of uh, my road trip started out at Dapper Street Barbershop, and this like really didn't even it wasn't choreographed. I really had no plan. I just wanted to get them involved and like I'm starting here and like kind of highlight each stop of my trip, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate somebody that can ask good questions and like. AK didn't even know I was going to start hitting him with questions. I, I, I set a tripod, <laughs> I just set a tripod up, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, come on in here. We'll just start talking and shooting shit." And then mm-hmm. I just like, "So what made you want to cut? To start cutting hair?" And like, he just rolled into that. And he's like, "Well, I was like, well, whose hair have you cut that yeah. has been a surprise to you?" And he started naming off people that like band members and like MMA fighters and like all these kind of crazy people. Like, but yet I, I appreciate the like being able to communicate with people and talk to them and like, yeah capturing good content like it it takes a creative eye and like a creative kind of mindset towards it yeah. you got to see a, the, a bigger picture than which is ironic because you can ask anyone that i've known growing up like yeah. from a young kid they will always tell you well i would have never expected something out of this him yeah because like dude i when i say i'm introverted i'm fucking introverted really i won't I'm I'm an observer. I will sit back and observe and not speak until someone speaks to me. I, I totally agree with that. So, yeah, my dad told yeah. me one time. He's like, he's like, sometimes like you need to be the mouth in the room, and then sometimes you need to know when to shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, be a yeah. good listener as much as you are a good talker. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Yes, I got some advice for you. Then, whenever I started selling cars, I asked my uh, my uncle because he's been in the car and industry yeah. for a long fucking time um so i was like what's like what's your best advice to anyone trying to sell cars and he was like you got two ears and one mouth for a reason listen twice as many twice as much as you talk yeah totally agree with that yeah yeah because like if you if you listen to people you can learn people so fast yeah listen to people like i i i can go i used to go as a kid that's we're going way off, but I used to go to the mall. <laughs> like I was seven years old, go to the mall with my grandfather, and he had a group of friends. They just sit on a bench and watch people. So I was like five, six, seven years old, going to the mall with yeah. like eighty-five year old men watching people. So I like just got that habit of just watching people. So I go to a place and just watch people. Oh yeah, like, I'm a people watcher, bro. People watching's fun, bro. Because yeah. then you're it's, like, dude, expect, at drift events, dude, it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious, bro. I, I have seen people do some weird fucking shit at drift events. Yeah. Yeah. Just by like, themselves, not realizing anyone's looking. Like, you just normal shit you do. Yeah. But it's like, whoa. I, I don't think anybody's supposed to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what'd you just do behind your truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, the the van. I want to talk more about the van situation. Yeah. So when it like, I like seeing that a lot more people are adopting that scenario of drifting. So it's because I just had Andy May back on, um, which you guys saw that if you're watching this one. But um, 
he does the whole RV thing with his family, and yeah. like he's like he's in it in it. Uh, but I like I've always liked the the I guess how do you say that the scaled down version of that of like what Cho's doing. We talked yeah. about this a little bit earlier uh, with the Sprinter van. Yeah, dude, the, those are like perfect, absolutely, absolutely perfect. Yeah. And especially if you got the money to get a, one of those decked out ones, Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Let or, me tell you. <laughs> like, like, when you get a van, it's kind of like doing the van life. Get this just, doing the van life, like, you you got to enjoy the process of the van, too. Mm-hmm. So being able to enjoy the process of, like, okay, I got this van, and now I need to deck this van out to make it mine and make it cool. And yeah. Adapt it to, like, help me out at the racetrack. So, like, I'm going to put our, a uh, a rack on top. I've already got the rack on it, and I have to finish the rack to where I could put the rear seat of the van on top and then take the mounts that mount to the chassis that I have left over from the old ones, and you can mount that seat on top of the van. So any drift event you go to, the top of this van is going to be prime seating. Yeah. So that, to me, like, my daughters can get up there and hang out. Like, Brittany can get up there and hang out and, like, that's a place for them. Yeah. Like the van life. I ain't gonna lie. I, every time I see something like that at, the, at a drift event, I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. Right yeah. Now. I want, like, I want to be up there. Yeah. You're on a perch. Like, and then like you could throw, my dad gave me an easy up. I'm going to put an easy up off the side of the van with nice. all the walls. It's an additional bedroom. And then like you've, you can adapt. You could take a van and it's just like drifting. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to like, if you're going to grow your car, you can grow your van. And then I'm doing the van to where I can like have it with my family, have it to go to the racetrack, travel in it comfortably because, yeah. you know, I go from Virginia Beach to Arkansas to like you know, all the drift events. So like a van just makes sense. If you want to do it and be able to do it and have fun, like adding, adding, having to make ends meet to go have fun takes a lot of the fun out of it. Yeah. Like when you're like, man, I know I'm going to come back and I'm not going to have that money in the bank account. Yeah, like if you could scale that back just a little bit, but still make it fun, absolutely. So like, do what you can do to afford to still have fun. Mm-hmm. So perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, That'd love take, the vans. The van takes a hotel out, and then you get to like you get to customize and make make shit so unique. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to build one just to build one, but that's like, a, that's fun in its own sense. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a, it's it's another personality of you it's a reflection of your personality <laughs> like my truck's a reflection a reflection of my personality my van is my car is like mm. everything i try to make my own and i yeah. feel like a lot of my friends can like attest by that because of my, i reflect of my car it's rough i look rough it works <laughs> well i work well like it, it's kind of a reflection of my personality like it, it it's got a <laughs> I, my car got my car got a name so I've never had a name for my drift car, ever. I've never named a car either. So I was at Driven Luck Circuit this weekend, and um, I want to say his name's Roy. Roy's a great guy. I really hope his name's Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Roy was there all day drinking Natty Light, gassing me up. Like He was like, man, I ain't never seen a car do this before. Man, if you cut the roof out of it, I think I could get in it and I could ride it with you. This dude was huge. He was like 6'3". Like he, <laughs> like, he, he was... His he name was, is probably Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Bubba had a badass Chevrolet Suburban. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I saw this man drive down the dirt road by the racetrack, and I was like, Coy, whose fucking Suburban is that? <laughs> that thing is gang-. He's like, you know how many times I tried to buy that Suburban? 
That's yeah. a glorified redneck right there. Come Hell find, yeah. Come to find out, that's Roy's, that's Roy's redneck suburban. <laughs> Dude, but that's so suburban funny. so sick. But yeah, he called, he gave my uh, my drift car its official name, Weka. So if you look at the front of my car, from the front, like Weka. one eye, oh. one eye's up, like one headlight's where it needs to be, and the other one's tilted just, just down a little bit. Kind of like Forrest Whitaker. Fuck. <laughs> 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 You know, like he'd be, he'd be doing that thing oh, to you. <laughs> so yeah, like it's weak guy. So from now on, my car is gonna Roy from Driven Luck Circuit. God, I hope that's his dude. Name. <laughs> if it ain't his name, it is now. Yeah, he called it weak guy, and I'm like, oh, I'm never changing that. So and that's funny. yeah, that's gonna go on the front of it. <laughs> God, I hope his name's Roy. <laughs> You put thanks, Roy, on the spoiler on right. the back, yeah. Hell yeah, Roy. <laughs> and a sticker of Natty Light on the side. Like, my what man, fuck is happening? He hydrated with Natty Lights. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> oh. Actually, all right. So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, driven Lux Circuit. So, you. Boy, okay. I, you will get me going, boy. Let's start at the, let's start at the car first, because I like. You were throwing some backies and shit. What what angle kit are you running? Oh, still the same angle kit I had the last time I was on here. FDS V1 Mega Mantis kit. Like V1, baby. V1. Like it, nothing's there broke. There you go, Josiah. Look there, at that. Nothing has broken. I don't know why. All y'all, there's a lot of y'all folks you out haters. there. You haters. Oh, those Himes. The Himes always bro- I have not broken a single Heim. If you make sure they're tight, Ex- they won't break. <clears throat> It's, yeah, fighting. That's yeah, <laughs> like if it, I have not broken a tie rod, a ham, n- nothing. It's still the same from last year. That's crazy. Yeah, like every it, single. You haven't had to replace a single arm on that. On I that have kit. not replaced a single arm. I have a spare arm. I have on a spare tie arm. rod. It. I'll say it every time. I used to drive around the car until I put that angle kit on there, and then it's just. Yeah, my my brain's linked to like you said. It shows the R and D that's put into it. Yeah, he does. That man is he's Josiah's a knowledgeable man, great man. It's yeah, scary smart. <laughs> Truthfully, yeah, like his he thinks on another level. Like yeah. his his smarts are he's got to dumb himself down. To yeah, talk, his to Corvette is yeah. changing, drifting, like yeah, right now. Yeah, you are it. it that car and is right a, now. That Corvette is and a right monumental now. structure into the history of drifting because, like, realistically, he okay. He put a. I'll put the video on the screen. He put a video, a video breaking down almost every single thing in this car, and it's fascinating. It, it's it's a work of art. Like it's fascinating. It, not it? even just that. Like just the way everything moves together and the way he. Fucking inboard brakes or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, inboard brakes. That that ride, what that ride on the quick like the <laughs> Dude, inside. That's of the crazy. Quick. So wild. that's what whistling diesel has on his fucking monster max. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like the technology is insane that he put into this car. Like he's like he create like it's not like he's creating. Yeah, he's he's like he's taking things from different aspects and like, huh? I wonder how I can relate that to drifting or make something better. And I think it all mm-hmm. entailed on like the rotational mass of like everything on the outside of the wheels. Yeah. And Do why you watch his those... podcast at all? I I catch the clips. Like he talks a lot about that stuff on his podcast. 
It's I'm, more business related, but that's what I, I love watch. it. And his motivation. I love his motivational comments. Yeah. Like I'll be sitting at work in the morning, like 6 a.m. And I'm like, he'll hit me with like, he'll have one of those come off like his 30 second clip. And I'm sitting I'm like, <laughs> Josiah be saying some like real solid shit. And I'm like, man, it's my fucking day. Pump me I'm, up, I'm, bro. I'm, Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm win this day. You damn right, Josiah. I'm going to win this day, boy. Woo. <laughs> Turn that shit off and I get out and I go, I'll go win today. <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah, that's that's the clips I see from. He'll, he'll snip it in like some good like motivational. Yeah, that's what I see from and appreciate from him. Yeah, changing the game, changing the game, baby. Oh, always great. Anyways, why we why we brought up FD in the first place? Sorry, FD. backies, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about. All right, so I haven't gotten to actually drive driven Lux Circuit, obviously, because my car's almost done being tuned, so it'll be at the track soon. But how was that track? Because <laughs> I just texted him the other day and was like, dude, I am so proud of y'all. This is insane what this track is doing already. It's it's awesome. Yeah. But it looks so fucking fun to drive. <laughs> like the so the videos don't do it justice as to like the elevation changes. So Yeah. Like I've I, so I studied some drone footage before I went and I got some ideas because I was gonna be the only guy there. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go with a plan. Mm. I'm gonna try some stuff. I'm gonna get some good stuff for them. So the like, video you showed me showed it kind of well because it was on the other side of the sweepers. So yeah. you you couldn't really see your car coming up the hill oh, no. to the entry. Not yeah. at all. So I'll, I, if we, I'll put that one up there too, I think. I have a video. <laughs> like I'll send you a video of me walking down what I consider the straight stretch over the crest into the first corner. So oh, when you're walking yeah. down the front stretch, if you're if you if you were to like put yourself at like say you're sitting in your in your car at mm -hmm. car level and you're just stop. You cannot see over that crest. You yeah. cannot see the corner where you're going over top of that. So what I did, Coy and I were walking the track, and I I I asked him, I was like, so what's your reference point if you're like if you can't see where you're going? And that's the technicality of this track is phenomenal. It's fantastic. Yeah. So each there's so much attitude and you have to be so technical on this track. It's it 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 relit my yeah. love for drifting realistically. Like it was it allowed me Good. to do new things and like come back to old ways and like really like reminisce on like some old school stuff that we used to do. Yeah. And like because y'all were back it's it all right. The essence of it was to bring back the feel of low horsepower drifting. Yes. Because majority of Japanese layouts are High horsepower entry, slowing down as you go. High speed entry. Oh yeah. Or yeah, sorry. Yeah. High. I said high, yeah, high horsepower. horsepower what the yeah. fuck. High speed yeah. entry. I'm talking like, about yeah. low horsepower. Tongue twisted. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, the high entry and it slows down as you go. And yeah. I think he hit that like pretty nailed it perfectly. Nailed it. So like, granted, every entry I did, how big of a back can I do? So I was not easy <laughs> on tires. Like, no, and by no means. By no means was I easy on tires at all. Like, I took one set of Kendas. That's all I had. I was like, yeah. I'm going to make it work. And, like, I did. They lasted all day. Like, mm -hmm. I was doing backy after backy. Like, I, I did two normal entries. Like, and I just I just learned, like, last month at Tandem Nights in the rain how to do backies. I was like, it's wet. Why not? So I would just throw it in there and just let it float. And I'm like, this is way easier than I thought. Yeah. And then, so this is like my first weekend where I actually like tried to do backies on a dry track, but going back to the track, 
Because it's an appropriate corner to do it. It because you can come over. I don't know another there. track around here that has an appropriate corner like that. And and the like you could come across with so much speed. And if you come out, if you come across a crest at ninety, you the car floats so much. It gets so light, and you feel weightless Dude. coming all the way down to that hill. Dude. And then you'll and then you just roll back into it, and it feels so good every single time. And then you get. Okay, oh so you you come. I'm coming up the straight, right? And I ask Quest, "Where's uh, what's your point of reference here? Like when I'm here, what am I looking at?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "You don't have anything you look at." And he's like, "No, I don't know where the turns at. I've been here. Like, I, it's my track. <laughs> I, I, I mapped it out. Yeah, like, like I, I own this thing." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, so like, sorry, <laughs> dumb question. My bad. Damn. I don't know. What was <laughs> I thinking? Yeah. So, anyways, about a half mile. Whenever y'all go to this track, you'll see it. A half mile off in the distance." You'll see these trees. There's a V in the trees. Look at my face. There is there is a V in the trees. Okay. To the this side, there's a tree. If you aim for this tree, every single time you come down for that straight, it's going to put your car exactly where you need to be. So like, say they took a Nabari flag and put it on that tire stack back there. That'd be yeah. the same thing as a point of reference. You need a point of reference on a racetrack. But anyways, that was my point of reference going over top of this crest. Because if I knew I was pointed in that direction, mm-hmm. I know I wouldn't go off the track this way. I know it wouldn't go too shallow on the inside and like destroy their dirt and drag a bunch of dirt onto the track. So yeah. that corner, please pay attention, guys, when y'all go. Try not to drag the front end of your car across that dirt on the entry because then it just drags all that dust and debris down across through there. So like the point of reference really helps in that aspect as well as to where you need to go, where you need to be, because obviously we don't do dirt tracks. We don't do dirt cars. We don't have, there's yeah, no grip yeah. in dirt. Like it's unpredictable. You want to stay on the track anyways. But as you come over through there, you you see where you're going to go, and you're wrapping back around. And I sit so low in my car as I'm wrapping around, I, I, I can't even see the track. Because you're going right back up the hill you just came off of. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, you're kind of like, you're like, you're looking up trying to find out, like, yeah, because it's all dirt through there. And if you come too shallow, you're going to go over the dirt. Ooh. So you got to come out wide and then stay wide, cut it, and then you wrap around this center section, and you can, like, if you get it just right and float it and just ease on the left foot brake mm. and just drag it, but you know you're like at slight angle, but that ass is still planting and it's rotating that corner. When you hit it just right, I swear to God, it's sexual. <laughs> like you come through there and you just, and you're floating and you know you got to snap back. So as soon as you snap back, walk the track, folks. Walk the track. There's an area over there in the track they're going to fix. I told them they don't need to. Cause like it yeah. adds like there's a rough, it's a rough section. Granted, it's a grace area. Like if you run it way too wide, it's better hitting this. Like what is a rough area than off into the dirt and the sand. Cause it's a high speed area. You want to be able to kind of gather the car up and mm-hmm. keep going. Cause Was if it you just the, the, I guess. Well, they had asphalt. A, yeah. Like they just, up. they just patched it themselves. No, they did. Uh, it wasn't anything that the, the paving company did or nothing like that. It was just an area of the track where you can come through hauling. And you might need just that little extra cushion if if the car shimmies or shakes and you hit some dust and run it wide. You don't want to drift on it because it will destroy your tires. And is where at on the on the layout is this? So you come as you come into entry, turn and when you turn back around, you come up the hill, hit the little inner, and as you come back to the back section, so you're gonna go you're coming that around sharp the sharp hairpin at the right before that. Oh, right before, before that, that there's the a little zigzag. Yeah. Where you set up to go right back to the hairpin, like over to the left, they patched that themselves. 
So if you hit that, it's going to destroy your tires. But that, in my opinion, you can run that line. I did it. And it makes it so much fun to where you don't hit that patch, but you got to run it. That's another technicality. So like, it's, it's almost like if you hit it, it's going to be detrimental to your day. Don't hit it. Like, but it, like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, it, that to me, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. it, imagine that as a rock or imagine that as a ditch. Like, you're on a tug out in Japan. Don't go there. Like, yeah. but you still want to run a gangster line. Don't do it. Then, like, you could come up through there and float and just barely miss it with your left rear tire on an S chassis. Although, those other guys, I don't know big cars, like my wheelbase, I come through there in an S chassis and kind of float the car, yeah. barely miss this rough patch. And then just mat the gas again to come and just huck it into that hairpin and get the car completely 90, lock it down, like clutch in, foot brake, just locked everything up ah, and just light it off again. <laughs> but don't like you float it to the point of, okay, that's all my momentum. I'm yeah. going to get back. I'm going to slip the clutch and get grip and power back down because right after that hairpin, you need to be matted in second, yep. matted in third. You're coming around through there. And as soon as you get that, like you, you come in through with some slip angle. And as soon as it like plants like this, you load that right rear spring up. And it, as soon as, if you come through there right, and as soon as you load that right rear spring up, you see over top of that crest and you're like, all right, cool. If go fast. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause coming over, like you, it's way, it's farther than you expect. You could come up really shallow and you will a few times and that's mm. fine. It's just gonna, you're going to be able to know you can go that much further in turn one. Cause I came up shallow a few times and I was like, yo, I could come in gangster to this. So I'll click second and look, I'm the, sure you lose a quite a bit of speed coming up that hill. Well, like it'll, I'm it's slowing so like, you down if you're floating. Oh right yeah. There. Yeah. If you're floating, like it scrubs a ton of speed. Like I have some backy fail videos to where like, I thought I was going <laughs> fast. Like it was like, I just, I wasn't going fast enough, and I came in shallow and drugged that dirt on the track. Mm. And I'm like, I see the clips after the fact, and I'm like, damn. And like, dumbass, Coy's dumbass, dad, dumbass. and everybody has to come out, and like, their mom's out there with a the broom, and they're sweeping that off, and it's just me out there. And I'm like, don't go off track, Todd. Don't go off track. So I like, I was don't adamant. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, every time I felt like I was going to go off track, I would try to get the clutch in so I wouldn't kick dirt everywhere. Like, try and be respectful of these places you go, folks. That's another thing. Yes. Be respectful of the tracks, the track owners. They, they'll respect you. I think the drivers do very well. People that are involved, like, are in the pits yeah. seem to do well keeping, like, being respectful of the venue. But, dude, some of the fucking um, spectators. Yeah, they, oh, my God. Pigs, slobs. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 uh, David Patterson's event, the Cosmic Drift event. Yeah. I, was, I went back there for Sunday just to hang out for a second and before I went back home. And where everyone was parked for spectators, there's trash everywhere. Yeah. But then you go in the pits and it's, everything's clean as a whistle. Yeah, I get sometimes like these these things might not be, they might not have enough trash cans for the spectator count they have, but. Nah, fuck that. Lanier's got plenty. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're then fucking there's, everywhere. Then those people are dirtbags. It's Y'all just know you, them you, dropping them out the, out the door of their car. See that? I, I can't stand someone that deliberately litters. I can't stand that. But like us as drifters, I feel like we're at the end of the day, if even if your trash can's full, like at least put the trash all in one designated area. Mm-hmm. Make it easy to pick up for the track crew. Don't yeah. spread that shit everywhere. At least like bag it up and like that's what I try to always do. Like I load my car up at the racetrack 
I get everything from out from underneath my trailer, everything out from underneath my truck. If I have trash, I gather it in like a Kroger bag or like some kind of bag I got in there. And I'll put it all in a trash can. Yeah. I'll gather up the pits. Like, cause it, we have like 14, 15 cars every time we go anywhere. So like we have a huge group. We make a lot of trash. We don't leave messes at racetracks. Cause yeah. we, we respect where these people have us. This is their homes. So especially at driven luck, if y'all got driven luck, like, this is a, that's a family deal. Like, I don't know. Y'all may not know that. Like they uprooted their life to dedicate their life to a racetrack. Like they, they sold homes. They like left jobs. They are dedicated to this and love this and have a passion for this. And like, mm-hmm. that's something I can respect. Like well, I went there. Do you want people to fuck with your job? No. No, exactly. Like you respect, like that's like you go there. That's their, that's, that's their like. That's their homeland. Their racetrack is their homeland. Yeah. Don't disrespect people's homelands. But yeah, they like, they uprooted their entire life. It's like, man, we're going to build a racetrack. Like not many people. I don't know many family members, like parents, mom and dad. Full families that are like, okay. Full families. Like they, they took on like, like a farm, like a, a whole farm. They got goats. They got chickens. I went around this morning. I had never been to okay. I, I'm a dude. I'm, it's t- it's like a mini episode now. You got a fucking your zoo. Yes, like I, I so <laughs> zoo I was, a racetrack. Da, 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 da. So I'm gonna. I, this is my day at Driven Luck. We drove all day. I was filthy. Like, hey man, come shower. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to the bin store and then go grab some food. I'm like, bin store. What's a bin store? So <laughs> a bin store is like all the Amazon packages, and you go to these bin stores and look through open packages and stuff like that. And they're cheap. I think we paid $7 for every item that was on the table. Yeah. And some of these things are like very expensive items. But anyways, the entire community, as I went out with the family from Driven Luck, the entire community knows these folks already. Yeah. Like that community has backed that racetrack. And like, even the community was going to start family. bringing a lot of more people to that. We town. went, and, we went and ate at a mom and pop pizza shop and like, they know all those folks already. Yep. Like it's just a back to this morning after we went and ate last after we went and ate all the pizza. Like came back, we hung out, worked on Caden's LS car, put some power steering lines nice. on. It. Corey nice. was sitting over there with a guitar. Otis the Otis the Basset Hound was sitting there chilling with us, hanging out. Like it's this is like you. They have such an enjoyable experience. Like granted, they might have like spread some extra hospitality onto me, and I I appreciate yeah, that, yeah. and I'll be forever grateful to them because I got up this morning. He like their dad had coffee made. He came over to the van. He said, "Hey man, he's like I'm about to put some coffee on. You want some coffee?" Hell I yeah. said, "I can't start my day without coffee, my man. I'll be right down." <laughs> <laughs> so I came down and like while the coffee was brewing, we were feeding. The ch- like I wasn't. I, if I go back, I know next time they're gonna catch me out there about seven a.m. I'm gonna be feeding chickens, <laughs> like yep. getting the egg because I went through the whole process with their dad, just That's watching so them cool. walking around the property with them. Like they're that hospitable. Like yep. you, you're just you're made to feel like family there and that really kind of like that touched my heart and like when you can touch my heart with with drifting and like just brings that all together mm-hmm. man I, that 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 place is <laughs> on the way up yeah for sure oh yeah i 100 percent support that yeah yeah he needs to well he didn't really need to do anything <laughs> yeah that, that place is great yeah. I, I just need to go 
I really wanted to come out there. I was supposed to. I was supposed to go out there and possibly take my car, but it wasn't ready yet. Yeah, that was been sick. I was Dude. like on the way up, and they're like, "Yeah, by the way, Dawson might bring a car out here." I'm like, "What? Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be sick." You may have to come back down sooner. Oh, bro, like you got no idea. I have. I I've spread those videos out to all my homies. Yeah, and I am already like. Get rounding it. people up oh, <laughs> for a private day boy i got i i can you give me two days i could bring 15 20 cars to that place like that i promise you like these yeah. people like like when you could sell a racetrack like that and like people want that nostalgia and like that that style i know so many guys that eat that style up oh you don't yeah. have to go to usa or or you don't have to go to japan that's kind of down here in the south now like yeah we got us out we got us a place in the south to go party for sure dude yeah that's what i want them to build as a, as a more elevation change type layout eventually yeah i know they're gonna get to something like that and the but... prop i don't i can't remember how many acres they said they bought they got plenty like they can expand yeah i mean oh, yeah. if I we can help them they expand said. they can expand yeah. and they have like i was sitting there this morning like i got up this morning it's when I go back there, it's like it's super peaceful out there. I was just walking around and like the the rolling hills they have out there. Like I was just sitting there, like like the skate park vibes, like the BMX yeah. vibes, like of sitting there, like man, that'd be a sick jump. And but I was visualizing it as a racetrack. I'm like, oh, you could go up through there, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. back over <laughs> into there, and that would be sick because you could come down through there and then loop back up. And yeah. I'm just seeing all these rolling hills and endless possibilities out there at this property, oh, dude. And I'm sitting there and I'm like like i'm just i'm becoming we need a more... dirt drift car now stat <laughs> right, we gotta we figure need this to out practice give me a cavalier <laughs> let's find the best layout and we'll just roll it <laughs> yeah that that uh, yes i mean that that property's endless dude so, yeah i'm so excited to see what they do with that i i'm so proud of them yeah crazy so proud. didn't you know them like yeah from we back were, then yeah we were so we we were both in the navy both in hampton roads area that's what it was okay yeah so I would, Coy and I were always kind of like in the same car group. We never like did, Na we never shared Navy experiences together, but we were into cars and like Navy was just kind of like a common ground for us. Yeah, so it's most military people. Yeah. yeah. So, but like we would hang out outside of that and like go drift together and like we would run into each other and I bought some fenders from him at one point in time from Caden. Yeah. Bought yeah. some fenders from him from my S13. The ones I had on there are actually last year. So yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've known them for a while and then I watched them move and like, he got out of the Navy and like went and did really cool shit engineering wise. And yeah. I was like, man, that's cool as shit. <laughs> and I don't know where. And I'm like, this motherfucker got a racetrack. <laughs> what? When the hell did this happen? Right? <laughs> when did he move to Alabama? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Not them Papa Boucher and Louisiana Mud Dogs down there in Alabama. <laughs> Just gave it. <laughs> Gave us all the whole Irish goodbye. Right? <laughs> dipped out. Yeah, like, where'd they go? <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's cool. So this yeah. was kind of like a reunion type deal. It too. was. Yeah. And like we had all kind of met a long time ago, but not formally. So like it wasn't, mm -hmm. we weren't like just meeting for the first time this time. We, we, uh, we kind of knew that we knew each other. So it was comfortable. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of talk about the pro-am stuff from this year. So with, I know we talked a little bit about it earlier but a lot of the stuff that you learned this year with running more of a full like pro-am series taking it a little bit more serious 
what are some things you're going to change going into next year or are you even really going to focus on pro-am or what's what's kind of the goal honestly um after being my first year of like the real heavy competition style i had fun and i do have fun doing it when things go well yeah but when you're doing it by yourself and it it's a lot of added stress and as soon as the first thing doesn't go right, like it's, you kind of take the fun out of it. And when you take the fun out of drifting for me, you take the fun out of like what I love. So yeah, as much fun as I had this last year doing all the competition style drifting and like traveling here and there and see where I match up. And like, I did well within the pro-am series, like against like Christian Nelson, guys like Dustin Miles, a pro strict yep. prospect driver, uh, Jonathan Naren prospect driver he might have even been pro one but mm -hmm. regardless shredder like yeah. he's like there's five six guys up there that are like elite level guys and i finished i'm pretty sure like i'm gonna say top 10 in points with those guys i was ecstatic being a one-man guy yeah. 400 horsepower car going out there like i don't have a dog box i don't have anything crazy like like yeah i got an upgraded transmission but it's like i still got to use a clutch yeah. i got i got 350z stub shafts like it's a simple deal. These like but to be able to go out there and hold my own, I proved to myself and like I'm happy. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I did that. I can do it. Like I can drive on that level. Yeah. If I had more car, I don't have more car. Mm -hmm. So like I So you were never like in your intent was never to go big, go to pro one or anything like that. It could be if it's in yeah. the cards. I'm not gonna take it out of the cards. I can't take it out of my it's pocket. It's not important to you. It's not. It's if I can keep simple fun, like I can have simple fun, like mm -hmm. simple fun to me is the most fun. Yeah. But if it, I can't come out of my pocket and go run a pro am series like I did this year. Hell no. No, there's no that way. It's crazy. I can't come out of my pocket and upgrade the car to where it needs to be to go run an even higher pro am level series. So like, if it's in the cards and someone's out there and like they got a car and like I can get a great group of people together and we can get something rolling together and you can. And like offer me maybe some kind of ride out in a out in a series for like a weekend and we could work something out. Like that I would absolutely access yeah. that avenue. Oh, yeah. I can't come out of my own pocket though and upgrade my car where I'm at now. So with that being said, I'm kind of just going to like take a step back from the competition side. Like I'll still go do the fun ones. Like mm -hmm. Sofa King with uh, uh Catch My Drift and Joe Gorseski yeah. up in uh North Carolina great time like it's so, like it's sofa king awesome is the event and it's just a laid back like chill grassroots style competition yeah. like and at the end of the day you hang out like it's just a good overall vibe i'll do those types but i'm not going to do the ones that's like the five thousand dollar payouts the like big yeah. stressors and payout stuff is it's that's, dying it's a lot it's a lot and i i want to step back to stay on that grassroots level and like go interact like i want to put my personality into my driving more like i want to do okay. more creative content with driving okay so gotcha and like kind of like almost in like escape type vibe videos yeah like yeah. you put a little bit more personality in like the fish eye lens and shit yeah like, <laughs> oh absolutely bro, like, <laughs> yeah well just kind of like a you go have fun like you highlight the day like vlog style but mm -hmm. it's it's just more you capture everything more and then like you add you take more time with the clips you make and like the what you put on the social media you edit it put some 
some cool music to it and you mm. make the video an enjoyable experience. To me, making video an enjoyable experience adds to the driving level that much more. So yeah. like I like we were talking about earlier with the journalism stuff, I appreciate getting that good angle, like walking around catching that good angle, but then being able to like add that nasty driving style, your personality of driving style to that clip. So if yeah. you can catch both like a skate viral, like that epic skate clip, like that's what I grew up watching, like BMX clips and skate clips like Ryan Sheck were like like those those bangers. Like if you can like go to the day like I set out now, like I want to go get that banger. Oh yeah. Like it, just for example, for at Driven Luck, I told my buddy before I left Virginia, I was like, I've I've studied drone footage. Like my banger clip is going to be backwards before the top of the crest. <laughs> like, and he was like, yeah. my was like, man, I don't know, like, I, I, you're, that's not, you don't have as much room as you think. And I'm like, I'm going a bit. <laughs> I'm going to get my banger. <laughs> and Kodak Courage, baby. <laughs> yes. like, that's the kind of like that shit right there gets me riled up. Well, you want to get me like hot to try and excited about some shit. Yeah. Like, let me go out and get some Dude. bangers, but add some personality to it. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me is what I want to do this next year. I want to get out to racetracks and get that content. Like just that put together like a skate type vibe video of just everything's the experience. Influenced by bangers. Yeah. Like, you, like set out, go to the track with a goal. Like my goal this weekend, like I had my goal before I left Virginia and I, that was my goal. So like go to the track with a goal. Yeah. If you go to the track with or a plan, like, okay, well, I'm gonna go practice this first session and press that second session. Like, or I want to learn this today. A lot of times you get out there and you get too interacted. Like you get too involved and the nervous yeah. and like the, the sitting on grid and you're frustrated and you, God, I just want to drive. Take it, <laughs> take a step back so and be like, turn a little bit of music on vibe like turn some music on sit in grid and like make grid happy and like when you're happy and then you're like man why well, go out here and maybe i'll try 360 mm -hmm. go out there and try 360 if you never try 360 if like just i have and boy is that harder than it looks <laughs> harder on the car oh my god <laughs> than you think bro like when you just chuck it and lock and yeah. it just snaps and falls the lock and like i did it the first i always time. think of what denofa said in that one video where it's just you flick it as hard as you can, and you hold it all the way at lock until it spins all the way around, and you mat it. Yep. You let that. Like, you, you, that seems simple enough. Let's go. You skeet it and eat it and let that motherfucker eat. Yeah, yeah. no. My brain froze whenever I got to it. I did it. At, I was going to do it at Beach Bin. Yeah. Come around the sweeper, and I'm sitting there like this, and I'm like coming across the middle, and I'm like, all right, do it. Do it. Dude, dude <laughs> fuck, fuck. And then I like half-ass flicked it at the very end, and I was like, that was just horrible. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta really spring off that right rear and then commit. Like yeah. just, until you come all the way around. So Ugh. but then like I was doing one day. It. I learned we'll get I, it one day. The backies in the wet, and then I learned 360s in the wet because I'm like, you know what? It's wet. Like yeah. there's not a lot of people driving. Go out here and learn Smart. something new. You're not going to wear through a bunch of tires. It's like, granted, the wet days are easier on equipment, mm -hmm. like overall, because it's just a less strain on the drivetrain. So go out there and like take a take a wet day and rent, learn something new, yeah. like sliding backies around, like just chuck it in and let it let it slide. Best thing to do is I learned how to drift in the rain. I used to do like my Toyota pickup truck. I would go out, I stuff that some bitch in a wall hard one time, and if that <laughs> damn if that cold plug wire 
didn't come off. I was going to drive that some bitch home, and they'd have never known who went through that <laughs> fence. <laughs> My dad was hot. Anyways, off, to- off topic. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like 16. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like if you could do it, I, the 360 in the rain, like I came through the center section and just huck it, chuck it, and hold it. Granted, yeah. it's super hard on the car. Like you could feel it. Everything oh, yeah. just kind of binds up and stretches and flexes. And you're like, I ain't doing that anymore. This damn tin yeah. can S chassis is going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You start feeling yeah. bad for the car. And yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you come back and like the dash. <laughs> yeah. One side of the car is hanging lower than the other. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, walking with a limp now. <laughs> <laughs> that old girl got a gun walk. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what'd she do last night? Right. Okay. So, we were talking about Pro-Am, right? Yeah, we were on Pro-Am. Then we went, Fuck. Pro- we went to Pro-Am to put and driving with personality and skate videos. and Yeah. I like that, though. Tangents. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, you were talking about you're wanting to do the, the more different style of content next year. Yeah. And more, um, f- just more fun creative. I want to use my, yeah. the creative side of my mind with a camera to help me make more creative content. Do you feel that's what's going to drive basically the funding of the next season? Do you rely on your content for sponsorships and stuff like that? I feel as if it's a big factor Mm -hmm. for a company because yeah, a company can come to you and say like, or you could go to a company and say, can you come sponsor my race car? But you have to offer them something. And I feel as if I can reach more companies than just car companies with my personality yeah because i like i appreciate the hospitality that comes along with a sponsorship so when i bring this last event i had a company come on and we worked together for a bunch of things and they brought out uh i think it was 12 of their employees from the local company and i got we cycled their employees through three drift cars we nice. gave them as many nice. rides until they said they were done the entire day. That's part of like when you come on what I can sell to you. And these and like I I take the GoPro camera, I put it inside the car, and I capture all their faces. The smiles, <laughs> the laughs, their eyes. Like they it's a roller I, people are like, What's it like riding a drift car? It's a roller coaster that you cannot predict. You never know what's gonna happen next. Yeah. yeah. Especially as a passenger. And I find it so much or fun, guess, like as a passenger, as somebody that, that you don't know what's going to happen. You just you can predict as a driver what you're going to do, what you're going like when you're going to lunge forward. Yeah, yeah. They can't. Yeah, no, I love they have that. no idea. You because I like to drive it in hard and jam on the brakes hard. Yeah, and I love watching the passengers' heads like they're like, <laughs> and like I swear to God, they about them, they about headbutt their belly brace button. Yeah, because they don't. It's a it's a roller coaster. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So they're like what, and they headbutt their belly button, and I'm over <laughs> here laughing just the whole time, just because I know it's about to come again this next corner, but they still don't. So like, yeah. So they're just getting flung, and they're laughing, and they're having a good time. And they hold their harness. They get out, and they're talking to their. There's just like the drivers. So like they get out as a driver, we get out and we like slap hands and hug and we're having a great time and dapping everybody up. And yeah. It's the best experience we've ever had in life. Imagine that for a company, like getting that for doing that for a company when they can get out of the car, they talk to all their employees right there and they're having a good time and they're yeah. like, they're getting the overall experience. So that's this next year. What I would like to do with people is like work with companies that are wanting to be a part of drifting and like, 
I'll get their people out there and we'll have fun together. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. I like, I I wanted to bring that up because I show, I wanted to show that like all the, not to like, that sounds so weird, but you're not, you don't have a massive following. Yeah. But you're still posting content that's good. Yeah. And it shows that it's good to the companies, which in turn gets you partnership. Exactly. So, and it's quality, I like quality wholesome. It, exactly. So, you don't need to be a big creator. Adam LZ literally said this in one of his videos at Ebisu recently this week about how it's so cool to see almost every single driver that's at Ebisu walking around vlogging with a camera when a few years ago he would have been probably the only one doing yeah. that and now so many people are finding a sustainable way to make a living doing it, it it's it's fucking cool dude it's fantastic you don't have to be big no and like just if, put effort in yeah and I, if i it, i take such passion in like content and creating videos i don't care how well they do like i don't i don't know how to play the algorithm i don't really necessarily care I don't really, like, granted, yeah, when the video does well, it's a great pat on the back. When, like, thousands of people see it and you can get thousands of eyes on these companies, that's the overall goal. But I make content that I enjoy to make, and I don't upload it. If it, does, if it doesn't do well and it gets 23 likes, I don't delete it because I put my time, effort, and love. Like, I love making the entire aspect of a video, like, from yeah. the driving to the filming to like, I commend you all. Like, you're editing what you got to do editing wise. Cause I know you take, you go in there and like, people don't want that 1.6 seconds of dead air. That 1.6 yeah. seconds of the beginning of a video, they're swiped to the next one. So you got to take that 1.6 seconds of that video. You got to cut that out. You got to grab their attention immediately. Yep. So, and you then, like, if you quit talking, cut and you, you take that entire section out. Until you start talking again. I can show you a timeline when we get off the... Dude, I imagine, uh, like... I'll I'll put... Well, I don't know if I'll do that. Never mind. <laughs> like, my, uh, like but, my my editing app is just, like... You could see all the little cut marks. Yeah. And it's... I'm You know, it's... I have, like, 75, 80, 90 cut marks in a 15-minute video. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's just... It's the aspect... You don't want to put all this effort into a video, upload it, and, like, ride on the only thing of it doing well. Yeah. Like I, that's not me. I if put, you do something good enough for long enough, it's bound to succeed. Exactly. I don't care if it takes ten years to get ten thousand followers. I don't care if people watch my videos and it gives them that kick of dopamine or that like that feel good moment where I say something funny and I make people laugh. Yeah. That's what I'm in it for. Like I get people all the time. Like I have a my, my whole other TikTok side of drifting thing. Like I, I, I focus more on the positivities of life. Yeah. It might rain in the day, but you got to find a way to make that day positive. Oh, like, yeah. So, like, that's a whole other side. And, like, I get I get messages from folks all the time thanking me. Like, you get, you get, you put such a smile on my face in the morning. You brighten my day. Mm-hmm. That means so much to me. Like, that, that's what I'm saying, like, as a whole in a content of what I want to do is just overall happiness. Yeah. And when it, when you boil it, boil it down, those are the people that you want following you. Exactly. Anyways. Exactly. That's people because, you wouldn't want to hang out with. Yeah. Most of all my followers. I could hang out with, like mm-hmm. I can relate to them, yeah. like, yeah. So and then, to, on another note, like, say you get, for instance, say you have three hundred followers on Instagram, 
Okay. Take those 300 followers, put those 300 people in a room. That's a lot of people to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you yeah. think of it in that aspect, like, do you have 300 people following you and interested in your stuff? If you could take all three of those people and put them in, 300 people and put them in a room, mm -hmm. could you talk to them? Nope. Could you get up, could you get up in front of a, like. <laughs> Not every single a, like, one individually. So when, you, when you think about it, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Like, but granted, social media nowadays, like, it's. It's super easy to reach hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, yeah. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok. So. Do it easy enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok is like. everybody Which was kind of weird now. Everybody was hating on but. it. Everybody used to like. It was just the. It, it got bad hate for the longest time. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not one to just sit there and scroll through it. I yeah. can't do that. I got to. I got to be making content. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'm not one to scroll through reels and stuff like i said i'm the one that wants to make it and put it out there and let people enjoy it yeah that's the i do it just to study what do you mean to study other people's content so you watch to see so you see oh it i'm constantly like you watch the way people edit things. anytime i'm if i'm watching a movie i'm studying like i it's not you ever catch my and frames i was who the fuck was i talking about was i talking about this with you my brain doesn't shut off no, that was somebody else. I don't know who it was. But, like, literally, my brain does not shut off. Yeah. I'm on a 11 at all times. I just, I, I can't stop. Yeah. So, like, as someone that knows how to edit, when I'm watching a movie, I'm like a burden to anyone else in the room watching a movie. Because I'm like, huh, you see that? That was fake as fuck. Or... The the fucking producer went over there, told them do this while we shoot this segment, mm -hmm. and you're good. Or in a movie when they break from one scene to another scene, and the level in the glass changes. Yeah, catch shit like that. Yeah, or if they're smoking a cigarette and the length is always changing, and the cigarette yep. from frame to frame, you know, it's not one consecutive shot. Yeah, which obviously it can't be. But driving videos is like the easiest to point out too. Oh yeah, how many tire marks are on the road already? Exactly. So simple. Yeah. You got 35 go, tire marks on how many Go times watch the Jim Connor videos over again now. R.I.P. I, yeah. R.I.P. that man. Like, but yeah. Yeah, for real. A lot of his videos, you notice on the ground. Did you see that uh, Wheel Pros is now Hoonigans? What? Wheel Pros is Hoonigans. What's that? Uh, we'll, Wheel Pros. We'll, skip, we'll talk about that after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just literally, my brain doesn't shut off. I'm always studying especially car content yeah like i'm because, studying everything yeah i want to learn new tricks so yeah yeah new tricks and everything's always cool because it keeps everything exciting yeah yeah and plus i gotta stay updated exactly just for this for you yeah. guys yeah You're content welcome. purposes yeah you are the provider of the news for all of us like you provide you're an outlet for people like you're an outlet for me like I enjoy thoroughly, which I barely even talk about stuff that people are doing in the industry, like YouTubers and drivers. Like I try not to a lot because I don't want my podcasts and content to only be relevant because of other people's content. You're relevant in your own way. That's that's yeah, what you're I want. Yeah, 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 you've established like a place people can come and they know they can get fresh new stuff. For sure. Like each time. Sick. Like, yeah. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Like they know they're not going to come here and like find out what Adam LZ did last week or what Jimmy Oaks did on his new car. They're going to come here and like learn something about new people. Like you're going to touch on things that are going on in the world. Yeah. Like, that's, you're expected. It's, it's a drift podcast. But you like 
I've learned and enjoy and like. I just, just did it a minute ago with the LZ thing. Yeah, just hearing that people's... was that had nothing. To, LZ had nothing to do with what we were talking about, but it was the it's fact relevant. that people are making a sustainable living. Yeah, he said it. He's an influential person that said it. It just adds validity to it. Exactly. It, yeah, when you're of his stature, yeah, the that his stature is what adds the validity and the proof. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, like it's it's reachable. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Ah. Oh. If you're not posting content, you probably should. If yeah. you want to make a living in drifting, I've seen several of you guys comment that that's how you do it. Yeah. Have be consistent. Yeah. Be good at what you're doing and do it for long enough even when you feel like it's not worth it. And be passionate. It'll work out eventually. It be still passionate. hasn't worked out for me. Duh. I, I mean, still do it. Doing all right. I mean, yeah. I Yeah, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm very thankful. I'm sorry. Right, everybody, I'm very every, thankful f- for this. This is great. I love doing this. No, everybody needs a cheerleader. Bro, I'm like, that's one thing I enjoy too. Like, I'll be, I'm the biggest hype man for people that are doing good shit. Like, I'll be the biggest cheerleader. <laughs> I promise you. I'll be behind you blowing you up because like a lot of, like a lot of people like you and I, like we're not going to talk about it. be a silent cheerleader. We're not going to talk about it. Oh, not me. Oh, Hell dude, no, no, bro. You do something cool, I'm gonna be the first one to let you know that shit was sick. Like, yeah. I'm the I'm the That's biggest fair. like a win. I'm is a different because I'm the I'm the introverted type. I'll like I'll pull you aside and be like, dude, that was absolutely gnarly. And that, that was fucking sick. Congrats. People appreciate that too. Because that you want like to connect. More. It does. You want to connect to that person. You yeah. want to deliver it to them so that they got it. And not yeah. That's a yeah. respectful thing too. I'll try to. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right, so back back to like what events you're going to be doing this year because we never really fully tackled that. We didn't so like what your plan is. So like for me, I want one goal that I have is grid lives. I want to hit grid lives hard. I totally missed out so much on those. So I far. totally agree with that, and I don't know like how big. Like, how do you get into a grid life? Is this like anybody can go type of deal? Well, it's application. Application. And I think Nick Swan is the one that approved some. I might be wrong. Okay. I'd have to ask him. But, um, yeah, it's just an application process. Well, okay. See, I thought it was like you kind of got to – you got to kind of be picked and chosen to be able to go to grid life. For Laguna, it was. Uh, well, that was invite yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a whole nother. Yeah. But are the normal ones – yeah, it's just application based. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, like that they would just want to see basically that you can drive. You're not gonna fuck up the track. Your car's and, decent. Yeah, your car's yeah. not gonna fall apart and it's well put together. Yeah. Doesn't look like pile ass. Stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I I would hate that if you want. It's a fucking show. <laughs> it your is. car's supposed to look good at an event like that. Take pride in it, please. And you're also there. Yeah, you're there as an entertainment factor. Like, entertain the people that are there. It's another thing. Yeah, that like, ain't, that event ain't for you. That a grid that grid life. Like you're there to entertain. Like entertain, drive well, drive cool, do cool mm-hmm. stuff. Like, so grid life will never tell you this because they shouldn't. But <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, entertain people. But uh, I would like to go to grid life and like I went to Hyperfest and, like I said, going to those big style events takes a big budget. Cause you got to have like 20 tires and like you, if I can, I would hundred percent gladly go to those with yeah. some help. Like, cause when I put the big price on it, it takes the fun out of it. 
So like to me, I would like to hit. I would like to get with people and hit, be able to hit hyperfest and like grid life's like you say, grid grid life Midwest. Oh, that yeah. looks like a riot. Is it yeah. Gingerman? Uh, shit. I know when you're there. Just had Swan on too, and I can't fucking remember. I'm so bad with names, but and I'd also like to go to the bigger grassroots style events, Mid Pond. Um, You've never been to Mid Pond. Never been to Mid Pond, bro. Oh, I, I am so, so sorry, but it's amazing. I've heard it's my favorite track in the South. Is it? <sighs> Dude, I want. I've always wanted to go. That might change going to Driven Look. I will say that. I but. Would, mm. Took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was going there. I was just saying, Mid Pond. Oh my yeah. god, dude! I can't rant and rave enough about Mid Pond. Yeah, like I would like to go to bigger, like your spring break brat, uh, spring break bashes, stuff like that. Yes. Uh, Blood Masters Shout up in Jersey. Like I would like to travel a little bit more north. Go to your bigger grassroots style events. Mm. Maybe not Hyperfest and Grid Life. If those come, cool, awesome. Yeah. Like I'll be a part of it. I am down, hundred percent. Um, but if I could like go do the smaller grassroots style, I would travel in my van, like make it a whole thing. Yeah. That's the enjoyment I'm looking for. Mid pond's perfect for shit like that. Yeah. Like go place you can camp and like hang out. Dude. And then when you go park on the other side of the track in the little cutout in the woods. Yeah. And then that, that's, that'll literally be like camping for you. I need to cut You'll this out. You giving away secrets? No, I've said that <laughs> oh, a million yeah? times on oh, the really? podcast. Yeah, that's if you got a big trailer, that's where they they shove you. Oh, I know. There's like no trailers because parking's limited. I've heard that. Oh, there's trailers, but you they put them elsewhere. Tra- like they've got a hot pit with just. Cars. Ken's got his little nooks and crannies around the track that he squeezes. He puts them ever. When you oh, go, okay. you're gonna see one of those like containers. Yeah, um, off container. to the side. It's still there. So what I've been told. But like six to seven trailers are fitting back there. It doesn't look like it, but when you when he tetrises you in there, yeah, you realize it and you're like, wow, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> you go to mid and he'll even like if you if you take too long, he'll kick you out of your own truck. You go to not fit, not <laughs> like actually like kick you out, but he'll be like, all right, let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> you go to mid pond to learn how to drive a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, you're amazing, dude. Hey, backing up trailers and art. You got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ain't doing it right, it's frustrating sitting there watching somebody back up a trailer. You're like, (laughs) oh my God, just get out of the way. (laughs) Oh, dude. What other, like, what's the other thing? Sorry if your man can't back up a trailer. (laughs) If he can't back up a trailer, he probably parks at the diesel pump. Beta male, alpha male. Dude, where do you want to go? What's a new track so you want to go funny. to? Uh, a new track? Yeah, like we're somewhere you're getting like like come off like what a three year hiatus of not driving. Oh, God, tell me where do it. you want to go? We know driven luck. We know you want to hit track because that's just a given. That's yeah. a given. Um, you've been to mid pond. It's not necessarily a specific track, um, but the drift indie toga events, the Appalachia events. Those those are those. That's, that's what I want. Those that touch final heart. bout, um, US Air. Yeah, US Air. Yeah, that that's something I want to go even just to drive <laughs> or not not to drive to watch. That's an event I would enjoy to go to just to watch and like just yeah go one time to enjoy it watching. Maybe one day I get invited. 
Never know. Yeah. But yeah. I do want to drive the track. It doesn't, but I physically want to be at that track for final bout yes. driving final bout. Yes. I want that experience. That That's level. like a, a peak to me. Yeah. That level of driving is like a whole nother experience. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those cars are fucking tin can piles of yeah, nothing. Just, but yeah. They're polished as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how well can you polish a turd? <laughs> that's exactly it. Welcome to the north, baby. <laughs> right. But like, um, yeah, you should come up to like Virginia sometime. For sure. Yeah, I want to. Because um, isn't Seneca Circuit up there? Isn't that in Virginia? Where is that? Um, That like... I don't know if you want to go there. Oh, why? Um, the guy that the owner he, now kind of the owner now was the guy from Spirit Drift in Richmond. Oh, that stole all that money. Oh, yeah, he took a some of my. Have close, you driven there? No, okay. some of my close friends. A lot of money. Yeah, like a lot of zero. Oh, but now, absolutely, Drift Indy's got us <laughs> exactly. Which is that dude? I want to do that so bad, and I hope that I get invited. And I would be so thankful if I did because I grew up on the in the Appalachian Mountains of Bristol, Virginia. Like I grew up longboarding down 421 Mountain, and mm -hmm. like so, my dad and I made big wheels. We took a bicycle frame, cut the like the top tube and everything else off to where it's just like basically the bottom half of the bike. Welded some axles on the back of it, triangulated it to strengthen it. Took uh, I borrowed two school chairs from high school. Thanks. And uh, cut the bottom, the metal frames off the bottom of them, and zip tied, not zip tied, uh, hose clamped them to the frame of the bike. So like, and put longboard wheels on the outside. So it still has the front bicycle tire, longboard wheels on the back, and I would run like fifty miles an hour. Like this is during Nitro Circus. This is a Nitro Circus days when they're like riding big wheels. And yeah, yeah. Run like seven up and down through there, and I'm like, whoa. So I was in high school, <laughs> and I'm like, I took a napkin. I hope my dad still has the napkin. I took, I have a bicycle driven, like I drew a bicycle yeah. and then eliminated the top half. And I had like different angles, basically on a napkin drawn out of how we would build this. I brought it home. And my dad was like, we could easily do that. Like <laughs> put longboard tires on the back and we would bomb down these mountains. So that's how, if that's how like I would really appreciate the Appalachian drift scene Yeah, and would be so thankful because it's like, it's kind of tied. I'm kind of tied into that Appalachian mountain vibe kind of deal. So that's something I really would really want to go at least experience watch yeah. yeah yeah that's the rough thing with those events is the spectation is just you can't it's it, too hard and we talked about like that and we were like well what happens if it turns into like a rally style event like if they like they call it stage one and stage two and well yeah. as they grow like people are going to find out about it people go and spectate rally like and yeah. they're they're hundred some mile an hour through the woods like Nuts. you don't you know where not to stand you don't stand on the outside of corners where like if something if they get bound up and get yeah into a bad situation they're gonna go off the track of the outside mm. so you like, there's i feel like a lot of those are a lot more like regulated on the driver so like the drivers are a lot more skilled and proven to yeah be skilled exactly than a lot of the good people point. that would be at that event very good point so yeah. that's something that has to be considered and yeah just the factor of insurance and drifting being so new and being is, on the street. It's like insurance. I feel like insurance companies just straight up don't know how to insure drifting. There's a guy. Um, he's over. He's in charge of uh, U.S. Drift. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Brian. Brian Eggert. Oh, okay. Brian Eggert, the former drift judge, is over top of U.S. Drift. I mean, it's doing drifting so long that the insurance companies trust him. Like, they put a lot of faith into Brian. Mm -hmm. And, like, he runs very good events. So, if I see, like, anybody wanting to grow as an event organizer, kind of, like, see what he's done. Because he's got... He's got the insurance companies in his pocket because he does some some pretty cool stuff. That's the biggest issue I see with yeah. almost every single event host. Oh, yeah. the insurance stops me. Yeah, and if if like, they well, let's figure that out. If they can't <laughs> do, if they have to keep doing Appalachian Drift and no spectators, then so be it. Like mm. that's just you gotta you gotta you gotta make that sacrifice to go do that cool stuff. So if that's like if they chuck spectators out of it completely, so be it. Hopefully, yeah. I get invited to drive there one day. That would be so sick. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to, they, it, yeah, I don't know. There would have to be one designated road within a series of like layouts. Cause, like, dude, just imagine this was a drift week. Just imagine that for a second. Yeah. This day, meet up at this road. This is like, fucking jdm nights like toe drifting in yeah. the mountains like like the route this day we're gonna meet at this road park Three. our cars right here and then fucking tandem yeah and just drive and we'll all day out on the, this road the, the lookout at the top here. and a lookout at the bottom yeah yeah like that would be granted it'd be more sanctioned than that but well like, you would have to, it would vibe. actually be planned to where yeah. like the road is blocked off and vibe. Shit. Like, like you dude. yes oh yeah. my god but then i think that's how they did it i'm pretty sure because it was like stage one, they changed yeah. the roads each day. So mm-hmm. they would go one road one day, the next day a different road, the next day a different road. So it was kind of like stage, but I could see how you're saying if like you would spread them out a little bit. Because yeah. you could go like Drift Week Now's doing Just Left Deals Gap. Like they could do that and then travel up into like Bristol area, hit 421 Mountain. That would be sick. Yeah. And then I go from there up into like where they were up into West Virginia. Like, that's not that, what is that? You're maybe thinking like 12, 14 hours worth of travel time, realistically. Yeah. You do that four days, have yeah. a fun day in between somewhere, go to like the Smoky Mountains or something. Like, that's, that like would the be tail sick. Of the it's a, yeah. The Tale of the Dragon, Deals Gap. Like, there's cool places out there. Mountain City, Tennessee. Like, that's, uh, if that's not on the list for them, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, oh, shit. that's my home road like, hey write that down for next year yeah like if i see y'all going there i know why <laughs> <laughs> oh dude yeah. yeah that would be so cool it would be because like i think some since there isn't a much ability for spectation i think something like that would work out well to do like almost a fantasy factory type tv show you know what I mean? You could involve somebody. Like, yeah. That's that would be the only possible way to involve everyone else into events like that. Yes. So like imagine you had that's why I re- resembled it to like a drift week because yeah. you would have a designated group of people showing up to each one of these places and you get to f- follow along. Oh dude, that would be so yeah. cool. What? Yeah. Or like a, you you wrap it up into like a TV show or something. Like exactly, you make it like a game, like a game show, like you wrap it up somehow, and like, like take like the cosmic drift thing. You take this Appalachian mountain and you add a look like some special effects to it and like some production, 
and put some lights and like just some added flair and yeah. then put like a put like some cameras in special places and like capture that like absolutely because there's other avenues that like if you're not gonna spectators obviously a way of revenue so yeah. if like you're not gonna use that way of revenue there's obviously something else you could do it's just making that other step and if it's cool or not it might just be todd you're stupid shut up yeah 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 but i, I mean every idea is an idea until it's a dumb idea Dude, I don't know. It, put it in the con. I'm, I'm standing behind mine, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that like, sounds awesome. I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, if you get a bunch of dudes together and just like just documentary and, yeah. style TV show, fucking Netflix, hit them up, bro. Yeah, I or mean, like, YouTube originals. Let's murder some shit. That dude. Have you ever seen Roadkill? Like with uh, I've seen a, an episode or two it, of it. Like that style, like. Motor Trend captures those things. Like, there's guys out there that would probably be interested in this stuff. Street Outlaws. Yes. I'm like, it's Why there. isn't that a thing for drifting? Why yeah. wouldn't that be a thing for drifting? It, no personality. Drift Indie. Actually, I'm going to DM you. What are you going to do? What, <laughs> you need more people with personalities. The sport yeah. needs more people with personalities. Realistically. Like, because you think about NASCAR. But I think there's plenty of people in the sport. You're already... It's invite only already. But if you put a TV camera in front of somebody make a tv show out of it who else is going to be able to entertain that camera a lot of the bigger name drivers that yeah. are already in front seven of, of them time. but that's like i think that's a lot of drivers that are looking to make a living in the sport they already have that general understanding of i've got to get over myself i'm gonna to have to be on camera sometimes yeah yeah and you gotta so, be willing to do that yeah yeah and so that would be I, fun. I don't think that would be really that big of an issue. It wouldn't. And you get plus, the right people. Like, you, sco you source out the right people. Look look at the podcast. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen the nerves in the first five minutes of some people, and then it's like, oh, shit, I forgot that we were even recording. Yeah, it's like, you're, yeah, like we were just talking. We're going to have an hour and a half into it, and I feel like we've been here sitting here talking for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like nothing to it once you once you just start doing it. You're like, wow, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, baby. That's another I one of my things. something like that would work in drifting. Yeah. I think it would. It needs the entertainment aspect added to it. That spice. Yeah. That, like, TV production step. Yeah. Like, network level step that somebody comes in. Like, the what was the show that um, Fielding Shredder did? Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I hated that show. I didn't watch a single episode. I tried watching the first one. I didn't one. watch a damn thing. I, I got until the point where I saw Fielding Shredder go once and... I, I saw him like <laughs> I saw him like completely destroy his car when he slid it over some rails, and I'm like, uh, -uh I'm yeah. out. I'm like, yeah, I ain't got any interest yeah. in this. So, have you ever heard the story behind that? All of that? Uh, uh. Oh, dude, Lone, uh, Lone Star has a video with Shredder literally explaining the whole ordeal of what happened going into hyperdrive. Dude, this dude didn't know anything. Oh, literally nothing going into hyperdrive until the moment they started. The competition. What? So he went in blind. Blind as fuck, dude. He probably like I got the I... call on where to be like the week of and showed up. Has that all they would basically say is that it's like some obstacle courses for cars. Like no information. None. That's and I see one of the obstacle courses was like this man's wheels left the ground and he rode on the subframes across two rails. I'm like <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> they all showed up. Didn't have a fucking clue. What Destroyed was his car. And yeah. then they're like, all right, appreciate you. I'm like, this man just like wild. Wrecked bro. his car. 
And y'all, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the content. Bye. Yeah. See you later, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess, did you want to bring anything else up from yourself, your program, or anything that you want to mention to the people? I want to mention to the people. Oh, there's probably a lot of people that don't know this. Um, I have a coffee. That was a shitty pitch, Todd. <laughs> I have to, a coffee. I'm trying to figure out how to pitch All it. All right, take two. Yeah, <laughs> cut. Um, so, yeah, go to localpatriotcoffee.com. Um, once you get to their homepage, scroll down. You'll see Life Without Breaks. That's my coffee. I collaborated with uh, Local Patriot Roasting Company. And she kind of was like, hey, Todd, this is – she came to me with the idea of Life Without Breaks because she saw the way I live my life. Mm-hmm. The way I live my life is just go, go, go. Like you said earlier with your head, your head's go, go, go. I'm kind of like the go, 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 go kind of guy. Like yeah. always happy, always going, always doing something. I'm always staying busy. Like a yep. busy, like my idle time kills the mind. That's what I say. Idle time kills the mind. So she's like, she saw that. She's like, well, life without breaks. I'm like, that's perfect. She like saw for me. And then she saw, if go check out the bag. It is literally identical to me as a person. The skull on the front. Like, I have a thing with skulls. Yeah, I got tattoos of skulls, kind of stuff <laughs> like that. So, like, it's a cool. It's got a helmet on the top of it, and it's got the four car. Not the four car. It's got the number four on the helmet from uh, my family's NASCAR team. So, that like, I tied in little bitty things throughout my entire life to this coffee bag that you can kind of see. So, it's nice. like, yeah, she she did, her and her graphic designer did so well with the bag. And like it is just such a representation of me, a black bag, like the guy's got a helmet on, it's a skull face, there's smoke coming out of a mouth. He's got, there's a, like a mohawk horns on top of it. I used to have a mohawk back in the day when I was like 14 years old. So yeah, like it was, she made the entire bag off of what she saw from me as like just a, like a person. So go check that out, grab a bag of that. It is like, it's literally the best coffee I've ever had. Like, I'm an oh, avid yeah. coffee drinker. Like, I love to sit down oh, and have a cup of coffee and talk. I like, drink Deathwish. Yeah. Like, you ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the I strongest coffee. Death yeah. Wish. Absolutely. Um, my Nicaraguan coffee mm-hmm. is uh, so the more you roast a coffee bean, the more caffeine you take out of it. Mm-hmm. So, your darker yeah. coffee isn't as, isn't necessarily stronger. Mm-hmm. There's a lighter coffee that's stronger because you're not roasting the caffeine out of the bean. So, my coffee's roasted. Less at 420 degrees. Okay. Yeah. You get the reference? That's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, she was like, well, we're going to roast yours like 425 degrees. And I'm like, how about 420? Yeah. Can we drop it five degrees? (laughs) Yeah, how about five degrees? Like, I want to amp this shit up some. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, yeah, we can do that. And I have videos like all on my my TikTok and like Instagram. And I went there and I made the coffee. Like I roasted the coffee. I bagged the coffee. Like. I did That's each cool. every yeah we like I made coffee for customers I hung out in the coffee shop all day like they're yeah the fuck yeah like I went there like it's we did a lot of cool stuff together yeah like and had a really good time together like I, before I came huh. here uh she she put on for veteran hunters veteran active duty police officers all that they held a raffle style hunting event in um, Concord North Carolina. So if you're like an active duty veteran, or if you're active duty, if you're a veteran, firefighter, police officer, something like that, you can enter into the raffle and then they would uh, just randomly pick and then they pay for your trip 
to oh, wow. come hunt for the weekend. Yeah. So uh, before yeah. I came here, I went up there and hung out with all the veterans and we hung around a fire and like they drank their beer. I drank my coffee. And then we just, <laughs> we just, we shot the shit and then like we talked as veterans and we've been able, Kate and I have been able to do so much cool stuff together outside nice. of the motorsports community. So she's, anytime I can coexist into my folks' life, like the barbershop, I go to the barbershop sometimes and like we had, we had a day up there where I kind of was promoting myself, selling some coffee, getting some haircuts and like trying to help out with the motor. I yeah. hung out and like I sweep the floors. I push the hair into the vacuum cleaners. If I can coexist and help you all because you all are helping me, I am going to do it. Right. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm a genuine dude. Like yeah. I enjoy making people happy. Like that's, that's good. People help good people. Exactly. Good people will always help good people. Surround yourself by good people. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's a good one. I've seen there's, I'm about quotes, dude. I love quotes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, if you whip a quote out of out of your pocket and you're having a conversation with people, yeah. like people are like, damn, you guys know some shit. You show me who your I friends should... are, I'll show you your future. Facts, bro. That shit's deep. I love dude. I'm about quotes. Damn. That's it, they're so cheesy sometimes, but like so I'm fucking about it. It's dude. relatable, bro. You, you lay that shit out there, bro. People are like, damn, you're right. Yeah. Shit. Like some people refer to Bible verses to me, it's, I, it's yeah. too generic. Can't never could do shit. Yeah, I, that's one of my sayings. Like it, people, I, mean, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know you can't saying that. I just can't, can't never do shit. Yeah. Uh, ain't nothing I to want it but to do more it. Specific. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, I guess let's get your best piece of advice for anyone just getting into drifting. Best piece of advice. Um. Let's see here. The last time I, it was do it within your budget. Um, I'll touch on that slightly uh, because I still, that's still like, if you want to do it and enjoy doing it, do it within your budget. Like kind of figure out where you're at budget wise and see where you'll be happy. Don't go out and put yourself into like neck deep debt, neck deep debt, trying to go drifting because then you're just going to like, you're going to have the stressors of like affording it and not, not enjoying it. Yeah. So do it within your means and you're going to enjoy it a lot more. I promise you. And, oh, also this is, this is another huge thing I heard Luke Fink say, and he's big on that. Um, don't make your family the excuse not to go drifting. I I can't stand to hear that. Like, I, I know he said it, but I'm going to say it too, because it yeah. means a lot to me because I have daughters and like, I enjoy when they come and like, Having them at the racetrack to me is take your family. Like yeah. if, if you got to get if you got to get a little RV or like a van like I got or just stay local. Don't let your like let your family live out your experiences with you. Mm -hmm. like, do not leave them at home, bro. Bring them with them. Bring them with you. Yeah. Like they'll have fun. I promise. I grew up at racetracks. That's racetracks and like drag strips playing underneath the bleachers. I used to like run down the side of the racetrack at the drag strips trying to beat the drag cars from one square to another. Like I, that, I cut my teeth on racetracks. Oh, another one. <laughs> gotta tell this, bro. Like, so I got a, I got somewhat of a NASCAR background. I'm like a NASCAR junkie. Yeah. So my dad's a stunt driver. Okay. And he did a Kodak shoot, Kodak camera shoot. Kodak sponsored our race car back Kodak in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> So he would do all the all the driving for the commercials. Well, we didn't have show cars. We had race cars. So, like, 
with a NASCAR Cup car, you got you have to heat the oil, heat the transmission, heat the rear end, heat the motor. Mm-hmm. It's a big process. And they're like, all right, we're going to shoot in about an hour. And my dad's like, well, I got to get the car ready. He's like, son, come on, we got to go. We're, at, or we're going to run the car around, and then we're all going to be in turn three and four. I need you to come over there and sit next to the wall in the grass and not move. I was like, okay, cool. So we and my brother, like I'm probably seven, eight years old, right? Yeah. He's like, hop in. And a NASCAR cup car has one seat and a jungle gym of a roll bar. So we pile in the side window with this thing. My brother and I, we're tiny. We're, we're going around Charlotte Motor Speedway, probably running 140 miles an hour. And my brother and I hanging on to the damn roll cage of this cup car. My dad just sitting over there. Pretzled up in yeah. between the roll bar and yeah. shit. Boy, we pulled in there and that production lady, she was so hot. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, ah. He's like, it got away from me. I, you know, I got to get a little heat in the motor. Like, what are you? And I'm like, well, we, it's a race car. I kind of got to heat everything up. You said we're going to go film. But she, this lady goes, we're going to be going like 12 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, I didn't know. He was out there cutting qualifying laps. <laughs> what I'm sitting over here, I'm like, I am a child. Oh, uh, do it for Dale, brother. Yeah. Do it for Dale, baby. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Speaking Fuck of Dale, yeah. local Patriot has a Dale Earnhardt or uh shit. I can't fuck this up. Local Patriot Roasting Company has an Earnhardt coffee. Carrie Earnhardt has a coffee with local Patriot. Daniel Hemrick, cool. the NASCAR driver, has a coffee with local Patriot. So local Patriot is a big deal. Local Patriots wow. in a lot of places, like NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, like they have Earnhardt tied to their name. They're doing a lot of cool That's stuff dope. coming up. Yeah, so I can't, I can't stress enough. Like giving thanks to my folks. I got to shout out Joe on the way here. I had <laughs> back to the van. Yeah, you might be able to vet this into the van. Like <laughs> Joe's like he's he's the power stroke guru. Granted, my car, my van is a gasoline van. Mm-hmm. On the way here, after climbing the mountain and everything like that, this thing wouldn't go into overdrive. So I was on. Yeah. I was on whatever uh, forty coming here, and I was in fourth gear at three thousand RPM, going sixty miles an hour. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm making it to this podcast. So I I rang up my buddy Joe, started asking him questions. He called a guy. He came back to me. So like, he, I got to give a shout out to him for like helping me get through that. What was going to be an a huge anxious yeah. moment for me? I'm like fourteen hours from home. Yeah. So Joe, thank you. I appreciate that. Like. He he got my solution resolved with me being eight hundred miles away from Dude, home. Yeah. So yeah, it 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 like going back to put good look. people in your corner. Yeah. Work yeah. with good people. Don't work with bad people. Like you can spot out a cancerous person. Like don't don't we don't we don't like that around here. Yep. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah. Facts. Hell yeah. All right. Well, is there anyone else you want to shout out or Plug yourself, anything like that. Shout out to my family, realistically. Like, I feel like me being here, like, I've talked about myself enough. Um, I want to thank my family because um, they're so supportive. Yeah. Like, that's good. I've I've always been kind of the the different, like, not different in a way of, like, I've just been the oddball in the family that's always taking those risks. The black not, sheep. Yeah. If you want to call it the black sheep, I used to relate, refer to myself as the black sheep in the family. And I'm not really a black sheep. I used to be. used to be Mm -hmm. a black sheep. (laughs) Not anymore. They're kind of proud of me. (laughs) 
so yeah, like shout out to my family, my girlfriend Brittany, um, my daughter's Lava, Peyton. Thank you all. I know y'all sometimes like when are we gonna leave the racetrack? Nah. We're not leaving anytime soon, so <laughs> go have fun throwing Get used rocks. To it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you all. My dad is a big um contributor. I always always call him and that helped. Like <laughs> SOS. And he, he usually if he doesn't have a solution, he'll sit there and talk to me. Yeah. And like we'll we'll figure something out. So That's awesome. Mom, thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you putting me here. I know I've been all them gray hairs, you know, come from me, but I appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you. Quit stressing her out, damn right. <laughs> right, I'm 32 and I'm still stressing her every damn day. Uh, she brought me my first steering wheel, though. Shout out to her. Hey, first Sparco steering wheel. I still have it in the car. Nice. Yeah. So Hell, take I have that shit out and mount it on the wall. At this point, you got cut this out. That's what I'm gonna do. Um. So like, she brought it to me 2014 when I was in the Navy for my Miata. Yeah, I'm gonna take it, like take it off. I'm gonna get a new steering wheel, and give that to her as a gift. Like just a, nice. a just write something up for, her. like actually keep this in if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. She can find out about it. But yeah, I'm gonna. I want. Her, I want her to have it because without that steering wheel, like I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like she bought me the key to where I'm at, yeah. and that steering wheel's That's worn. So cool. A leather steering wheel. Like it's worn down the top of it. Like it's it's flown through my hands so yeah. many times. So I'm gonna take that steering wheel off. I'm gonna write her like the storyline of the steering wheel, frame it, put it in a nice shadow box, and that's gonna be a gift from me to my mom. So yeah, she'll love that. Dude, she's, shit. Dude, she's gonna she's gonna like melt down in my pocket, bro. She's Don't a, give her a heart ball, attack. She's a big now. ball of emotions. <laughs> she's oh hell yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's been fun. I appreciate you having me on here. For oh, real. No problem. Like you reached back out to me and that 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 shows uh great humility. Like you're a good person. You mean well. Thank you. So like Good you time. knew you knew we had some loose ends tied up and I did too. And here we are again. And I, I greatly appreciate this opportunity because like you obviously you're 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 you've accelerated quickly and at a respectable Thank rate you. and like have handled it very well. And you're very dedicated. A lot of people see that. And a lot of people appreciate that. You can, you can tell by the people that have been sitting right yeah. here. Like the people that have been sitting right here this year. Like it's proofs in the pudding. Say that again. <laughs> like you're doing it. And like I'm stoked for you. Thank you. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate really you appreciate having it. me on. And it's been one hell of a time. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, we'll do it again eventually. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll add, add somebody else. We'll yeah. start. We'll start. We'll start grilling. No, nah, let's do it at Driven Luck Circuit. Say less, and we'll bro. do it with Coy and Kate. Say and, less. Yeah, that'd be Say, cool, dude. That'd be so sick. Yeah. I'm about it. Drop it in the comments if you want. To, if you guys want to see it, my camera shut off. Whoops. Oh well. Well, we're closing <laughs> it out anyway. So, uh, but that is pretty much it for this one, guys. Uh, of course, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and the bell notification so that you are always updated with every single episode. Uh, and of course, if you do want to be on the podcast, I don't care how big or small you are, shoot me an email at thecircledrift at gmail.com. Just make sure to put the subject as drift resume so I can keep it organized, please. Thank you. But that is it. So we will see you every single Sunday for a new episode. Thanks. Peace. See y'all. Hell yeah. Yay, yay. Staying way up.
the ceiling. Trust no bitch, can't catch no feelings. I've been taking long flights from the bay to Ibiza. Hit home run, I'm a ball like Jeter. I just want fuck, 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 then I leave her. I'm a young pop star, call the boy Justin Bieber. Got a little money if you want, I can teach her. Whole life a movie, you can